Let's go suck some toes. The rink lines. Welcome, everybody, to the 61st rendition of this little Wednesday night drinking club we like to call the Pilsner Podcast. I am Tim, that is short for Thames, of the South Central Technical College. Joined here, as always, with Adam the Sign Guy Wenish and Corey the Story Jensen. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. I'm back to Corey the Story, huh? <laughs> I, I gotta come up with some more nicknames. Not Corey. It was the chair, Jensen, anymore. It was the chair. Yeah. Wow. What are we gonna do now? We are in AA. Like we are currently in AA. That's yeah. a time well, period. Triple A after Assy Andy. <laughs> I just like saying we're in AA. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show's in AA. It's yeah. a time period known as after Andy. Right. After Andy. I think it's better. I mean, we were getting wow. close to firing him. I think our ratings will drop. <laughs> we aren't going to get that Jacoby bump anymore that he always bragged about. <laughs> yeah, nobody said juice for it. <laughs> I didn't have to stop and pick him up on my way ho- over tonight. That was kind of sad. I offered for you. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Drive up to Northeast Minneapolis to pick him up and haul him back down here. <laughs> but Adam did offer to bring him yep. back home, and that's, that's <laughs> a that'd be the more brutal, brutal part of it. I thought... I think it would have been fun. I went to put it past Corey. I'm like, you know, it was like 3.30. I'm like, shit, he could be back by 6. I was in the cities when I got that text. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you should have done that. I should have brought him back and be like, oh, Adam, you said you would take him home. <laughs> I would. I know. I, w- I would have been like, Adam probably wasn't kidding when he said that. <laughs> I think I'd end up staying overnight. Your wife but. would love that. Yes. Leave it to today, too. The, did you hear about Jimmy Butler? Oh, yep. <clears throat> did you? Yeah, with his tirade. And that's the night we need Andy. We yeah. talk basketball. <laughs> well, the article that I read, he, like, went off on, I mean, the GM and coach and teammates. Basically, and was, like, went in with the with the third string and just beat up on the starters. Yeah, but it at the end, they were saying, like, the, his teammates came off, and after they were done with practice, they... They were energized. They were, you know, they, he pumped them up. He said, you fucking need me. You can't win without yeah. me. Yeah, and he was like, you're fucking soft. So, but now. I love it. Speaking of Assy Andy, <laughs> he sent a text to me that said that the, and I'm proud of Andy for using the term. He said he read that the Butler thing was kayfabe, which is a wrestling term for, like, storyline or fake. Oh, okay. So, that's why I'm interested in basketball. Right. I mean, yeah, they're, <laughs> it's it's the new NBA is becoming the new WWE. I mean, UFC's Just trying it after fiasco this last weekend. So. I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> I don't think so either, but it's awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, did you watch that fight? I didn't. See, I was watching Saturday Night Live, and somebody somebody sat on their couch and periscoped it. So I just kind of favorited that and then or liked it and then kept going back to my likes and in yeah. between commercials and then watched most of Connor's fight. Got to see that interview with the guy going, Oh, my balls was hot. My balls was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh <coughs> then um you know, I'm getting ready to go to bed and all of a sudden I'm on my little iPhone screen. I see he jumps the corner he jumps the ring and starts fighting I'm like 
what the, what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm yeah. so I'm going to bed, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm like, you know what? Someone's going to have high-def video and explain this to me tomorrow. And sure enough, we wake up to, like, holy shit. You yeah. know, Andy's texting at, like, 4 a.m. <laughs> Which is a typical Saturday night for Andy. Right, he's like, did you guys see that? I wake up at, like, 7. I'm like, yeah, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first I saw of it, too. I think I saw some early morning tweets. I, I was asleep long before the fight even started. And uh, it was a tired day at the Jensen household. We got put some steel on the roof, so oh, I was a little wore out. Did you get it all done? I did. All right. Finished up right as the rain was starting on uh, Sunday afternoon. Okay. The last half hour was a little sketchy up there. <laughs> I may have, Colton may have been genuinely scared for me a couple times. He was down on the ground, and I was trying to, like, just do some caulking and stuff on a couple spots, and, like, there was a half a dozen times where, like, my feet went out from underneath me, and I'd catch myself, and he would just, like, look at me, and I'm like, don't tell your mother. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, the last, should have been about last half hours worth of work took me an hour probably because it was. Where a, you were working was a single-story part of it, right? Yeah, well, yeah, a little higher than a normal single story, but yeah. But you're looking at, like, a broken ankle as opposed to, like, going handicapped. Well, it would depend upon where I fell. Um, <laughs> there's the cement patio, so on half of it, I could have slipped off and hit the patio. Uh, the other half would have been the flower beds, pretty soft. If I would have had enough trajectory, I might have hit a tree. That was about, that's about... 10 feet away or so from the... You can't jump that far, so... Well... You weren't hitting a tree. But I was worried about if my weight, I might have built up enough speed that I just shot that far off the roof. No, Walden. I don't think so. Um, My my biggest concern was we have a a built-in redwood bench that's, like, right in the middle of, of, of where that... It's, like, built in around the patio. Okay. So my major concern was... If I slip off this roof and like land on that bench, that's the backbreaker, you know, because it's 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 uh, not just like a typical bench; it actually has like a back, so it's like a seat, you know, it's got a back on it and stuff. And I thought, yeah, if I I'd land right across that thing and just could hear my back just snapping, and you try to do that like what the Buffalo Bill fans do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. Bills Mafia move <laughs> through the table. Yeah, I can just hear the podcast coming to an end. Yeah, that's what you were thinking. Yep, I'm like, them, them guys need me. That was definitely my thoughts. <laughs> I can't fall off this roof. The Pilsner Podcast needs me. Pilsner Podcast Nation would be crushed. <laughs> yes. Would be. <laughs> Not only do they lose Andy, but lose Corey also in the same week. Let's say this early in the show, too. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Pilsner Podcast. Starting on the 31st on Halloween, we are going to live broadcast these shows. We're working on the tech. Um, I think we have it so that YouTube's going to be able to hear like music that we're playing and stuff off the board. So sign up for it. Uh, we are at Pilsner Podcast on YouTube. And I think right now you just took your first drink of what we're drinking. You're having the same reactions that I am, and we should have split one of these. Uh, uh, one for all three of us. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Uh, I'll do a can read here. This is... Uh a Surly Brewing Company small batch. This is a Frison. If Andy was here, he'd pronounce it correctly. Um, I think. Hey, that's hang pr- on. Let's do it again. Say that how you just said it. This is a Frison. Frison. 
I don't know. He would cut you off so fast. Yeah. He was ready for you to cut you off. It's a it's a champagne inspired lager, brewed with grapefruit and black currant. Currant, maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say it is frisson. Here, the pronunciation is on the back of the can. Uh, noun. The definition of the word is a sudden sensation of excitement, a shudder of emotion, a thrill. This champagne-inspired lager is dry, effervescent, uh, perfect for celebrating a special day or any or any day. Brewed at the original Brooklyn Center Brewery, where it all started. I think it's crazy yeah. that <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's nine percent ABV and it's a lager. Yeah, you don't see a lot of lagers this high in alcohol content. Right. I don't. Steel Reserve, shit like that, I guess. But Keystone Ice. Steel Reserve. (laughs) Why haven't we tried Steel Reserve on the podcast yet? Oh, we will when I lose the picks. Okay. I'll do reviews of all the... Let's do... um, Oh, if you can buy singles at some liquor stores, if you could get, like, singles of Tall Boys, you know, I'll do a grab bag bingo where I'll put, like, seven really gross-looking lagers and 40s and stuff, and I'll just reach into the bag and grab one. <laughs> That'd be interesting. We could all play that game. Like, this is what we're doing next. Toss the bag to the next guy. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, you share them if you get like a 24 ounce can. So, pour them in. what do you guys think of this? I'm not a big fan. Yeah, no. I'm not either. So far, this and the grapefruit have been the only surly small batch ones I haven't liked. What do you think, Andy? I like it. <laughs> It's good. It's a 3.4. God. What do you think of my leather hat, guys? (laughs) Too far. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andy. I'm kind of like, when I leave, what what are you guys going to say about me? I want to hear I want to hear my impression. <laughs> well, we're only doing it on mic. It's not like when we were talking before the show, we were trash talking him. We were pre-gaming how should we talk shit about him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I do not like this beer. Uh, no, I I don't know what they're I mean what I'm Okay, it's a it, lager, but I think one and a half in, you'll be fine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You drink one and a half of these cans, and then you're fine. I don't know if I, I can drink one that. and a half. These are pretty tall cans. <laughs> That's true. This is like, okay. Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting the courage to take another drink. Go ahead and dump it. You won't offend me. But um, abrasive from Surly 9.4. Something like that. And this is a 9 and this isn't like aggressive or abrasive. <laughs> right. It's damn near the same as abrasive. I mean, I was looking, they don't have the IBU on here, but it Cham- is much. Champagne inspired lager. It, I mean, so do it, you taste. If I mean, you like champagne, maybe this is good. I, I don't know. can't remember the last time I've had champagne. Yeah, but I don't even taste like champagne or grapefruit. Did I get an old one? No, I think this is good. Canned on, oh yeah. July 27th. That could have something to do with it, but it doesn't taste like it's an old one, you know what I mean? We're still good. I mean, that is not terrible. That's two and a half months. Yeah, we're still good. Well, I'm going to give it a one and a a half based off of our scale, if that's all that's left. I mean, is there any other beer companies making something like this? Oh, comparative research. Let's find out. You know, 
to Google. <laughs> what do you guys? Because I mean, it's it's definitely different. It's I don't know. I it's not good. Let's just say that. Like I said, I am going to have a hard time finishing this, and I'm going to rank it as such. I mean, it, okay, I can f- taste a little grapefruit in it. Two twenty eight hundred ratings on Untapped. What do you think the average is? Um, two point six. Adam, three twenty five. Three point seven one. What? Oh. It's considered um, uh, See, beer de champagne slash beer <laughs> brut. So See, it's a, it's some a, people love them brutes, and I just right. don't. I don't think this is a straight brute, but it's similar. It says on here, it says style underneath it. It says something weird, no. French, and then brute. So this is a beer that competes with the brute beers, correct? I suppose. Okay. Well, Noel E gives it a four. Um, John H, he loves it. Huh. <laughs> they got it on tap in Waconia, Minnesota. This on tap? No, not on tap. Sorry. Disregard. <laughs> they have it there. Oh, okay. At the Iron Tap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they must have cans of it, and they'll have cans for a while. <laughs> I can't believe it's rated that high. That's the average. Tap. I'm going to bring the average down right now, though. But... but- in that, I will say that there's people that would drink this and like it because it's not that different from like a, a standard lager, right? And you get to say that you're drinking a craft beer, right? Yes. And then also, I mean, there's you know, there's always the surly fanboys, whatever surly makes. Well, that's kind of how great. I am. I want to try every surly beer just because it's the coolest brewery that's the most accessible around here. Okay. It's not, obviously, I'm not going to be able to find Spirit Fall when that comes out around here. That's right. what I really want. Right. But whatever Surly makes, that'll make its way. Some yep. of it comes to town even. Yep. But, I mean, you travel to New Ulm and there's five more Surleys in stock than they have in town here. Yes. I don't know. This is my first, like, champagne brute beer that I've ever had. <laughs> so I have nothing to compare to, but I don't know. I'm about almost halfway through with mine and I'm gonna save one for Black Wednesday for our guests. It's a good good Black Wednesday brew. Nine percenter. <laughs> I mean yeah. it's almost kind of blah too. Yeah. In in the kind of like the hell. Hell lager. Yeah. The the back end of it, I don't know. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. Um, Leaf Raker's back on the shelves. Did it, has anybody had one yet? No. I got into multi beers recently. I finally evolved a little bit. So what's a Leaf Raker? What, what? It's a nut brown ale. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I like um, brown Mankato ales. Brewery. Mankato's got a new collab, uh, Hazy IPA, too. Haven't heard about it. Go um... On. Who are they collabing with? I'll find it here in just a second. Hang on. Um, okay. Keep going. We'll, um, keep looking. So, but what are your guys' rankings on this? 1.25. So, 
So I just sighed. So I'm gonna rate it a two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <clears throat> awesome. Okay. I mean, I can't get too hard on it because I mean, I got nothing else to compare it to. And now, by getting hard on it, means getting excited about it. <laughs> Not like last week, but no. <laughs> like I can't take it down. Can't rip it down too much because. I have nothing to compare it to, but it's not my type of beer that I like, so right. it's just kind of frustrating with this one. So the Mankato one, the new one is uh, it's between Mankato Brewery and Lupulin. It says, uh, an exciting collaboration between two Minnesota breweries with close ties to Jonathan Ziert announced a hazy... Uh, a hazy, juicy, and fruity IPA. The beer was created to bring attention to men's health and cancer awareness for November. Read more about the Hero Hazy IPA collaboration for the Jonathan Zierk Cancer Fund here. And then there's a link. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, so it's called Hero. It's a hazy IPA. Uh, it doesn't say when it, it will be available other than November. I'm in. I buy everything once at least from Mankato. So I told you guys that we went to uh, the Varsity Pub in Marshall on yes Friday night before we went to go see uh, what is arguably the greatest movie I have seen in a long, long time. Um, and you disagree? We'll get to it. I... So and I told you that I had one of them waiters that I was like, I was that guy. I was like, "What IPAs do you have on tap?" And he named off like, you know, five beers, three of which were not IPAs. Um, I think I told you that incorrectly. I think he named six because there were three legit IPAs that he named, none of which got me like super pumped. Like I should have that. I took the. The uh, lesser of the evils, but one of the ones that they did have was the purple rain. Raining purple? Or raining. I think that's what it's What is with you giving me the shaken up beers tonight? That's two of them now. I just cleaned that fucking table, too. Where's the paper towels? They're up behind Corey. Maybe it's because I just they just got yanked out of that can. Yeah, I don't know, but you two both opened yours and they're fine. No, I, no mine exploded, too. Oh, did it? Um... No, dude. This I, smells I just, wonderful. Holy I cow. Just clean this table, too. You guys have no idea how sticky it was where Andy <laughs> sat. But it's also where you put your stuff, too, Adam. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to blame it on Andy. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, it's sticky. Don't. Like, it's so sticky over there. It's about to be again, it looks like. Just make sure the football picks don't get 100% destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I I like it because you guys are like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I'm like, my instinct is pull away from the table where the electronics are and just let it spill on the floor. This is, you know, $50 carpet. Nobody cares. That's well, what Andy did last week. Now I know that going <laughs> I forward. No. I mean, do your best to fix it right away and start pouring into the glass. But, like, I would rather have it on the floor. We can spot shine it or whatever it's called. Right. If it gets terrible, but it doesn't get bad. I vacuum, like, once a month down here. 
This beer smells wonderful, though, yes. when it's spilt. I've had one. It's really good. I was actually really excited to try the, the Surly Champagne one, and I'm glad I didn't, and I saved my reaction. This one, I'm like, I'm having it. So, this one is... Hang on. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, let's... We'll sip on it a little bit, and then we'll have our ideas. You were talking that you were at the Varsity Pub, um, and then yeah. we opened our beers and got excited. <laughs> and, and yeah, so I was just—I was a little surprised that a bar like that didn't have more selection in, hey, hey. like craft drunk. beers. They didn't have anything from the brewery in town. That's weird, right? Um, or, <laughs> or is it? Um, but. So, yeah, so they had Luganitis. They had a... Did they uh, have a Sam Adams IPA that... No, they didn't have that one. I don't even remember... Oh, then they had the Deschutes IPA, but I'm not even convinced that it was an IPA they brought me. Like, it didn't taste like an IPA, but... The Deschutes Fresh Squeeze? No, it wasn't the Fresh Squeezed. I know that for... I know for a fact it wasn't that. Okay. Um, and then they had the purple rain or raining purple from Mankato Brewery. But then he also named off like a couple other beers that, you know, weren't IPAs, you know, it's like they were craft beers, but they weren't IPAs, but yeah, you know, 20 year old, you know, waiter, what are you gonna, they're they're drinking bush lattes. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I call that hillbilly juice. Although I got my oldest, she's, on, she's on craft beer now, and I'm pretty sure as soon as Luke turns 21 in a couple of years, he'll drink craft beer too. Teach my, raise my kids well. What about your wife? Um, she'll she'll have little sips here and there. Yeah, she mostly likes you know wine and yeah. And are you gonna? She's too fancy for beer, huh? Yeah. When your son turns 21, are you gonna show him the way, or just let him figure it out on his own? Or st- oh, I take. Go I'm ahead. not convinced Sorry. that Colton's going to be that big of a drinker even when he turns right. 21. But, but I don't consider you a big drinker, but you and this is like how yeah. ladies like wine, you enjoy a good beer. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's not getting I mean, drunk. It's in, let's if enjoy he's, some if he's hops. like if his first experience if his experiences at drinking are going to be like Thanksgiving at my house, he's not going to have much choice because that's all that's going to be in the fridge. But you'll be pumped to like, okay, if you don't like if you like that, let me show you this. Right. And all that. Probably. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's only 20 one years away. Yeah, right. <laughs> so getting back, Sarah does like, uh, she likes the raspberry tart and the strawberry rhubarb. She does. Yeah. We'll have those Sunday morning. My wife is, is <laughs> pretty quick. I mean, she too. was drinking a Roselle, the uh, Fair State Roselle when I left tonight. That's so. a great beer. Okay. I think it's a really good beer. Kind of pricey. I'm going to go up to Fair State uh, have yeah. a beer. Um, when, when you going? The end of October to get those, or no, the 18th, to get the crawlers of... Yeah, the 18th, I think. If you can get more than one, I mean, for obviously, sometimes they cap those and say, like, one per person or whatever. We're going to be up there already anyway, so if I'm going to... If it's free-for-all, put me on your list. I'm sure I'm not number one, but put me on that list. Of, well, yeah. I want to get some. <laughs> me too. And I told Megan that uh, this is times out so perfectly that I'll save it. I, I'm going to be calling around liquor stores, like, on the store locator and stuff, and I'm going to try to get the can distribution towards the end of the month. But yeah. if you can get us Spirit Fowl before that, that'd be amazing. I'll do my best. Obviously. 
you do you first. If it's one per person. Right. <laughs> yeah. If it's one per person, I probably won't be sharing it with yeah, you Yeah, I understand, 100%. But if it's like... my wife will have something to say about that because she liked that one as well. If they're like, you can get four, like, go two days in a row and get... I'll take one of those eight. <laughs> I'll, I'll get four and Chrissy will get four. Mm-hmm. Right. Two days in a row. <laughs> I'm curious, because of how popular it is, I'm curious what they... Like, is it a normally priced fair state yeah, I don't know. crowler? Or is it going to be like... Twelve dollars a crowler. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I know. I'm this just is saying, the guy they that could was, do that. Though. I'm the guy that was going to drive the New Orleans for a specific beer. Are you? Were you serious about that for the snowball beer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're talking about, though, right? Yeah, the snowball juice. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> snowball King over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure, I would have. Um, yeah, they. Uh, it sold out in six hours, though. So I'm glad I didn't venture that way and get like halfway there and then oh, that would check my ass. phone and be like, oh shit, turn well, around and go home. I'm getting Sonic and Whataburger and I'm turning around. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's a potential another New Orleans trip in the works. So, uh, yeah. There, there I, always is with you. Well, I see that. Foo Fighters yep. is, is doing a show with the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Okay. Uh, opening a new venue, the Fillmore, or a redone venue called the Fillmore. Uh, so like the Fillmore East, then. So we're thinking about uh, venturing down there for that. And I it, saw I saw it on Twitter a couple times, and I was gonna get a little, <laughs> be a little <laughs> rough with her and say something. Oh yeah. Uh, new band? <laughs> I my when my wife saw that release, but I figured she wouldn't like that. My wife saw the press release, and in a matter of minutes, I had a text message to my work phone, my personal phone, and then two Jesus. Facebook notifications. Um, You're so lucky that it's not like Garth Brooks with her, right? Or, something or like, like that. Celine Dion, right? Or, yeah, like, you know, at least she. At Adam least, Lambert is coming. <laughs> He's coming to Minnesota again. And and I, and I love my wife, but she did. Like she got home and we were talking about it and she didn't realize she thought that it was the Foo Fighters playing at Preservation Hall and it's not. They're just playing with the with the Preservation Hall band. Yeah. I mean, Preservation Hall itself is about the size of your basement here. Yeah. So I okay. think that's why she was like, you know, holy cow, but even this this venue uh, I looked at like the seat chart for it, and it's about the size of like the Springfield Community Center. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it would be really intimate, really cool. Uh, but they do that a lot. Yeah. Every once in a while. I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah. But they it, do. They got Nirvana back together a week I ago. See they did Nirvana songs as the encore at Cal Jam. Yeah. Yeah. With um, Chris Novoselic was yep. there. I mean, it was Nirvana as Nirvana could be. Yeah, for right. sure. Guest singers. Yep. Right. Yeah, Joan Jett did some songs. Um, the dude from was it Deer Tick? He played. Uh, he did some. I'd like Joan Jett better. <laughs> yeah. So she got the better songs, though. To be fair, I was kind of convinced that until this New Orleans thing was announced, we kind of thought that this was their last tour. Um, before a new album? Well, just in general, because, you know, I mean, every time they tour, there's kind of that rumor that this is, this is the last tour sort of thing. I mean, they're... Wait a second. How old are they? 
They're in their late 40s, right? No, they're in their 50s. Early 50s. I mean, Nirvana was 30 years ago, dude. Yeah. So Nirvana, let's see. I mean, yeah, for sure it was like it was happening. So they're in their 50s. No way. Let's guess. Okay, I'm going to guess Dave Grohl is 48. Everybody guess before you look. Yeah, I'll guess. I'm going to say 49. Okay. I'm going to say 52. Okay. And go. My wife, when she's listening to this, How is already is like, like screaming it. Okay, I found this on the web for her. Thank you, Siri. 49. Yeah! Born in 69. No, they'll, I think they'll go, like, I bet they go for another 10 years. Smear oh, is 59. Sure. Smear is 59. Okay. Oh, yeah, that is crazy. Um... Yeah, I'm sure it won't be this lineup, but in some shape or form, the core unit of the Foo Fighters, like Dave Grohl, probably Taylor on drums, like you could replace Shiflet, nobody would notice. The people who don't sing and who aren't like, um, like charismatic members of the band, right? They'll come and go. There'll be a few lineup changes here and there, but I bet they're they're around for like in their current state, which is like every time they put out an album, it's a huge deal. I bet they're like that for two more albums. I don't know. I th- I think they're bigger than that. I, I think they're big. I mean, eventually in another 20 years, they're ev- we're going to be talking to them like how the generation before us talk- talked about like the Rolling Stones. Right? I, I, my, my wife just had this conversation. I said... Because they're good. Yes. I mean, and another good. thing they have going for them is they are very, very popular and because... And they came up in a time when they were, like, on top of the world and every band was a band. There was guitars in it. Yes. They're, like, the last thing on the radio currently that has guitars in it. They're, like, one of the last real rock bands. Like, sure, Metallica puts out Hardwired to Self-Destruct, but regular radio isn't going to play Metallica. Right. So, like, the Foo Fighters... And like you could say Fallout Boy, but not really because they use computer beats. Well, now and more they've than... only been around for fifteen years anyway. I just mean like as far as right. rock bands, like I don't count Twenty One Pilots on the same level as I do the Foo Fighters, who are they're in the same venues, right. but they're like they've got that equity built up where um, if Twenty One Pilots puts out a shitty album, they're done. Whereas if the Foo Fighters do it, Dave says. Sorry, let me try again. Hang on. And then he gets another chance. Right. Yeah. I mean, then they've been doing it for 25 years. I mean. And when you listen to, like, interviews of of Dave, it's like he's all about all the music. Music isn't just a voice. It's it's all the instruments together. And he's about that raw emotion music. He attaches himself to, I think he's really smart as a business guy. Because he attaches basically every album to, like, an HBO documentary series or uh, <laughs> Sound City. You know, like, he's smart. He's doing all that. And yeah. then he, like, goes out of his way to tell you, like, Wasting Light, we decided to do it old school in my garage to tape. And, you know, like, he goes just nonstop, talked about how he recorded that album to tape. Yep. It's like, okay, cool. It was recorded in a different way. But it got people talking, I guess. And And he puts himself out there in so many... You know, he does the bits with uh, Jack Black's, what's Jack Black's band or? Uh, isn't it? Oh, Tenacious D. Yeah. I, I was picturing Jack White. Oh, and then he does the Queens of the Stone Age thing. Yep. 
Um, Does he still do that? Oh, he yeah. Drums for them? Yeah. Uh, well, not all the time, but does album stuff for them. And I just wonder if they're going to get to the point where Dave Grohl will become more involved in, I don't want to say as a solo artist, but just in more projects where Foo Fighters kind of becomes the back he, shelf. They've all got their own their side projects and other he, things going on. No, I mean like does he have a solo album? I don't think I don't he does. think he'll No, no, and that's what I said, not necessarily, but he's got all these other projects going on that he's doing, you know? I mean, Taylor's got his band. Yep. And Shiflet does. I don't know if Smear's got anything going was, on. Well, he's in the germs. I mean, he was, but I got to think. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he has anything else going on right now, like as yeah. a side project sort of thing. Well, I mean, like, I, I see that the germs are reissuing some stuff, so there's probably some chatter of them getting back together. My wife and I were just talking the other day about, believe it or not, the Foo Fighters, and <laughs> we compa- I compared it to, and Tim might not get this reference because he is 10 years younger than us, but they're, they're to our kids, Adam, as probably Aerosmith was to us. They had been relevant when our parents were younger and in high school. Our parents liked them. Yeah. And now they're still around and they're still making music just like Aerosmith was in the 90s right. when, when we were, were in high school. When you were in high school, right. it was Don't Want to Miss a Thing, number yes. one on the charts. Pump was huge in high, high um, school. I went to Aerosmith at a concert in Mankato. Aerosmith was on hard times then, weren't they? <laughs> no, they they weren't. Uh, shoot, and actually we were bummed out because the first time they were going to come, Steven Tyler broke his fucking leg. So then they, they like, rescheduled everything or canceled it or whatever. I know Dave would have. Yeah. <laughs> I just think because he did once. What, what was the other big Aerosmith album in the 90s with the... Oh, gosh. Nine Lives, Pump, wow. and then there was the one with the cow tits on the cover of the CD with the udders on it. But anyway, but, but I mean, they had like three legit good albums in the yeah. in the '90s, and you know, now Foo Fighters is kind of the same way for yep. us and our kids, where they're like, well, "Shit, Tom Petty put out Free Falling in like '94." Yes, I think earlier than that. Oh, oh I'm trying to give him trying to join this '90s stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what was Wildflowers? What year was that? Tom, Tom Petty. Tom. I bet you it was early '90s. Tom Petty. That guy's awesome. I just know that that was his last, like, re- like relevancy. Yeah. He put a lot of shit out after that that didn't do much, except for the, for the hardcore fans. Yeah. There's a box set coming out with two unreleased tracks. I'm like, I hope they've got, like, 100 unreleased tracks. <laughs> so while we're talking music, did you see that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations came out? I got yeah. some stuff written down about that. Do you? Yes. Um, so this year, on so the ballot, the people that can be voted on, the nominations are out. Yeah, uh, and they left out Blink. Left out Blink, Dave Matthews, which... Yeah, they left out the replacements. They left out Built a Spill. That was... I don't know. I when when, when I saw the list, I'm like, really... Some of that shit should have already been in there, like, no problem. Like, Rage Against the Machine last year was nominated. But what bothers me is that Blink wasn't even nominated, and Green Day got in first round. Uh-huh. It's like, yep. it's, come on. It's basically the same genre. Yep. Why, why hate on Blink-182? They did everything they were supposed to do. And it's not... What bothers me... And, when, and guess... Blink and Green Day, I mean, they're... Yeah. <laughs> Their careers have paralleled. Yeah. To a sense, yeah. Well, we have this conversation, like, 
I mean, people have this conversation. I hear it a lot on podcasts. Every year, you hear about different styles of music being nominated, and everyone's like, well, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I kind of think they need to drop the Rock and Roll. It's just the fucking Hall of Fame. Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, they need to get rid of that Rock yeah, and Roll Yeah, I agree. Thing because, like, yes, like, Run DMC deserves to be in it. Don't call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though. Just It's the Music Hall of because Fame. Because this year, like, Kenny Chesney and... Mm-hmm. There's another country act that we're up. So here it says that to be eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, your first release had to have come out 25 years ago. Yep, your first single, is it? Well, it just says the first first release. Okay, yeah. Um, so this year, they passed on Beck, Dave Matthews, That's a shame too. Blink, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Jeff Buckley, which feels like that was more than 25 years ago, uh, Outkast, Cheryl Crow, Snoop, and others. All of those right there should just be first rounders, just off of what they've sold. Right. And then why don't you? Who did you disagree the with on there? Because I saw you kind of make an eye twitch there. Who do you not agree with on there? Um. Cheryl Crow. Oh really? I think she's great. Um, she deserves it more than Kenny Chesney, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like Cheryl Crow though. I'm I'm a defender of her. Like my wife hates her and. For no reason, she goes. I don't know. I don't know why I don't like her. I have no. Reason I feel the to not same like way. Her. I just don't like her. I'm like, dude, listen to her cover of "Sweet Child of Mine." That's gonna get you started with her. No, that is the worst. <laughs> and that is. I like it. And it, I like it her voice makes better than you happy. Dude, I mean, that <laughs> and was then the song she did with Kid Rock. <laughs> that's fucking pretty much bash me song. with a shovel. Yeah, I don't like that song either. I don't. But for the most part. I don't know. She's got good tunes. I don't... I mean, I don't think Jeff Buckley should go in. I'm unaware of who that is. Uh, He was... I don't know if he had one album or two albums. Probably most... The most recognizable Jeff Buckley song... um, I'll actually find it. I have have his album on my phone. Um, He was very promising. Going to be... Probably going to be a big star... And he... Just uh, play something. I'll plug it in. Is Hallelujah. Oh, okay. That That's him. Oh. Got yeah. Got it. I've heard that. Um, and he... I don't remember if it was in Memphis or Nashville, but he basically went into a, into a river swimming at night and drowned. Don't ever go swimming at night if it's not in a pool. Right. Or a hot tub. And so, <laughs> sorry. And and so he essentially drowned. And he, I mean, had an amazing voice, had an amazing talent, but I just don't think that the longevity. I mean, is but he? You, is he? You would probably nominate like Mother Love Bone. Are they in there? And I would put them in just off of that one album. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like. Like, and that's true, because you would put Nirvana in there, too. And they had, what, four albums? Uh, three, in four, utero, never four. Mind, um, Bleach before that, and then there was something, there was a self-titled thing. Was that during the band, or was that a collection of hits? I'm not sure. It's black on the cover, and then it just says Nirvana on it, in the middle, in the center. Um, um, that's, that's what uh, that's what bleach was. No, bleach was um, it was uh, it said bleach in black bars, and then there was like a black and white photo in the middle. Nirvana, okay. the black album. That's uh, 
Right? That's what you're talking about? So yeah. there's bleach in utero. It's never mind. Isn't it that one? Never mind. And uh, the MTV one, obviously. Unplugged, yeah. Um, but. Nirvana. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong on the Jeff Buckley thing. I mean, but I just. No, I mean, he, cur- he, he, deserves he, it, he deserves it. I'm just saying sometimes yeah. those one-offs, it's like right. I would put Mother Love Bone in the Hall of Fame for what they did for grunge. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that, but I wouldn't say that Jeff Buckley is on the level of them either. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm just I saying, mean, I don't you, know anything about I just said his name, and you two both looked at me like, who the hell is that? I, at first, I thought you meant to say Jeff Tweedy. I'm like, from Wilco? Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know he was solo back then. And also, while we're on the topic of music, if I told you that Shaggy 2 Dope drop-kicked Fred Durst on stage, <laughs> what year would you think that happened? Right. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened over the weekend. But yeah, it sounds like 1990-something. Andy's, late 90s. Andy sent me a text to share that with me initially. And I'm like, Andy, did you send this text in 2001 and it just now came through? (laughs) (laughs) But did you see the video? He like totally whiffed on the drop. Whiffed him big time, missed him. Then security hauled him off. Apparently them guys have been having beef for quite a long time since Fred Durst was. So I read a story. Okay, okay, so so then... Why is yeah, he at a Fred Durst concert? Though? There was three Nirvana <laughs> albums. Yeah, th- that one was came out in 2002, the one we're talking about. It was a festival. Okay. There was a festival, so like... Oh, oh, oh got it. Uh, okay. Insane got Clown Posse had performed earlier in the night, <laughs> and apparently... Like they always do. <laughs> decided to bum rush the stage and drop kick him. I gave him like a seven on his form for the drop kick, yeah. though. It was pretty nice, because yeah. they, they did have a... Um, they had started their own pro wrestling. Really? Yeah, it was like the Juggalo Wrestling Federation or Championship or something like that. And huh. ended up selling it to... Uh, um, oh, God, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan. Billy, selling it to Billy Corgan. That's right, and isn't he in? He's he loves professional wrestling. Oh, he's Doesn't huge. Doesn't he own WCW? He, now? he he owns the NWA. That's what it is. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he owns the I NWA. I saw a doc with him, and he okay. was all he was doing. Was he was that. actually Bring in. Back Swan. He was <laughs> in uh, working with TNA Wrestling. It stands for tits and ass. It did originally, yeah. and he tried was trying to buy them. And, like, they did a backdoor deal with somebody else and, like, sold it up from underneath them while he was in the process of buying it. So that's when he was like, screw you guys. And he went and bought bought the NWA, which... How rich did the Smashing Pumpkins get? Didn't they get, like, an $80 million deal? Oh, for sure. They're huge. (laughs) So when... Split that amongst, what, five people? How many are in that band? Sorry. Four or five? Yeah, that's... When Billy Corgan bought the end, so like in the eighties, the NWA championship was like the world championship. It was the the big dog. And over the last, you know, since WWE took over and everything else, it's kind of gone on the back burner. So when (laughs) 
So WCW. Turn off your phone, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, WWE took over the world and became kind of the main thing for wrestling, the NWA got smaller and smaller and smaller. And the NWA was actually an alliance, national wrestling alliance between a whole bunch of smaller indie organizations. Yeah. So when Billy Corgan bought the NWA and the NWA championship like a year and a half ago, it, that that was literally, you know, they were putting on shows in like armories and bars in front of like 25, 50 people, just like nothing. Okay. And he's... He's like, I can afford this. Well, <laughs> so what he did, and it's genius, so he kind of stole the idea there's another group of wrestlers that are doing the same thing that are wrestling a bunch across a bunch of different promotions, but they're doing their own weekly YouTube show for anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes, and they're promoting storylines that are leading to matches and all these different promotions that they're doing. So without being in the WWE, they're advancing their careers, and that's a whole other story. They're actually got like the number one selling T-shirts in the entire wrestling world, outselling everybody in WWE and everything. I mean, they're it's huge. Wow! Okay. So Billy Corgan adopted that idea and has this show on YouTube called Ten Pounds of Gold, which was like the old school name for that for the NWA Championship, and like built a storyline leading up to. So when Colt and I went to Chicago, that NWA Championship was like one of the main event matches and you know so I went from being defended in front of 25 people to 10,000 people yeah. standing ovation screaming over this title so I mean he he really has been creative with uh, promoting it and and making something out of it so to be able to say that Billy Corgan is involved in you know wrestling kind of as a that's wrestling cool. fan to me that's cool that's cool what do you guys think of this beer I like it. Way better than the last one. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, did, did I read this one? I didn't. No. Uh, did you have something you were going to say, Tim? Nope. Oh. Yeah, sorry, will, Tim. Once you, no, once you finish this, I will. Born in the spirit of hop and experimentation, each brew will utilize intense hop varieties with a uniquely colored label signifying each new hop blend. Pink label is a single hopped IPA with mosaic. Haven't we done one of theirs before with a different brand of hops? The bank? Yeah. But didn't we do a hop la- another hop lab in the past? I feel like we've done that s- the same can read. I don't think so. I think um, because bank, when we started doing bank, I was already keeping the cans, and we only have pocket change and money over there, and now we have this one. I'll take your word for it. Now it's pre me because I remember listening to it. Yeah, you guys reviewing that. The bank. Andy wasn't. I mean, Andy was doing the show at that point, but he wasn't here that night. We did bank. It was just you and I. I am. I want to say that I are you done with the can read? Well, I'll I'll just say that it's sixty IBU and seven point one percent. I am really impressed with. I don't even know where Hendrix is, but I can already say that it's like I've we've been over this. Somebody's explained it to me, and I've forgotten. Whatever. So you guys were about to say that. Um, it's got to be a tiny-ass town. And oh, for sure. They're putting out legitimate stuff. And I honestly hadn't even heard of them, except for one night, me and Corey were in a liquor store together, and he grabbed it, and I'm like, oh, I'll just get the other one. And we had a... Because you got money, and I got pocket change, or or vice versa. I've never even heard of this company. But... And, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I went to... Um, 
New Bohemia in Mankato before it shut down, and they had a Hop Lab pink lemonade, or pink IPA, and... So this? No, it was different. It was pink something. Anyways, it was amazing. I'm like, holy shit, this tiny little town's putting out, like, really creative with... It's cool when small towns do that because a lot of times they're the only ones and they don't have any inspiration from like, hey, what's the neighbor brewery doing right now? What's the trend right now? Instead of like, you see some of them get stuck, like people in Laverne. Um, They just put out, this is our lager, this is our IPA, this is our stout. Yeah, they even put out anything new. They put out one beer today, they announced it. Oh, they did? They announced a new one. It sounds like it's a lager. Pheasant themed. You lots, know, lots of merch to go with it. Lots of hats and shirts. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, on air production meeting, actually studio decorating. I just thought of this as we were talking about you were like, where's Hendrix at? We should get a US map on the wall and I'm, put I'm pins and then put a pin for like locations of the breweries. I started doing that on Google Maps. And it got to be too much. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm I also, we should put this out there for the listeners. We talked about it. Uh, we've done beers from 8, 10, 11 different states. Eight. This year on season two, we'll call it. Year two. Hop Lab Pink. That's what it was called. Okay. But okay. we should put it out to listeners. If you guys want to. So we've set a goal. We want to get a beer from every state. And so if listeners will bring us can hook us up with beers from other states. If you're from Minnesota and traveling, or if you live in another state and you're coming back to Minnesota, home, whatever, if you want to bring us beer from other states, we will not only reimburse you for the beer, we will hook you up with a T-shirt from the Pilsner Podcast. Let's reiterate that every episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Tim wants to get rid of T-shirts. I want to get rid of T-shirts because no, I have yeah, the new I just, T-shirt design that we want to get out. I just want to repeat that we want beers from every state. Help yeah. us out. You might listen to one episode every three episodes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Hook us up. And we'll name drop you. And we'll name drop you. Absolutely. <laughs> or we won't. <laughs> so uh, this beer is from Hendrix, which is a city in Lincoln County, Minnesota. Uh, the population is 692 people. Is, oh, wow. Is Lincoln, is that the one that has Rochester in it or right near there? No. Okay. Um, Lincoln is on the other side of Lyon County. Oh, shit. So, like, Ivanhoe? I know, that's Marshall area. That's Yeah, that way? So, you remember, I always associate them by schools. Lincoln High. Remember Lincoln High back when you were in high school? No. That was before your time. But Lincoln High is, they're in Lincoln County. It's Hendrix and Ivanhoe. It would probably be before my time, too, if it was before his Sorry, after his time. After his time, like, during your time. <laughs> he's explaining it to you, Tim. He's looking at me. It's before your time. He's like, he's Sorry. This, he's looking, After your time is what I like, meant. Hey, Corey, look at me. Okay, look at me right now, Corey, <laughs> while he's staring at you. <laughs> but so Marshall is in Lyon County. It's on the other side of. So Hen- it's a Hen- jaunt. Hendrix is basically right on the. I think it's on Highway 19 and Is like it by five. Watertown? Well, Watertown's on 212. So I Hendrix is on Highway 19, I believe. And okay. and right pretty much right on the South Dakota border, maybe five miles from the border. All right. Um so close to Watertown, I bet. <laughs> yeah, close to Watertown. Forty miles from Watertown, probably. 
because Watertown is on 212. Hendrix. Jesus Christ, this is Let's All Get On Our Phones episode. Um, Hendrix. Lamar. It's 74 miles from here. That's that's a that's a haul. That's a that's a trip I don't really want to make. They've got a they've got a museum. <sighs> it's like I want to go there, but at the same time, like what's what's near there, or can we get a driver because let's spend five hours there? It's one of those deals. It's like, are we gonna pick up and move on after that, or? Oh. It's closer to Brookings and Watertown. Hendrix Heavy, make sure you put that in the description this week for the so we can. I wrote Bank Brewing Rules. <laughs> I wrote that down in the notes. How about the the one hot girl in in Hendrix? There you go. <laughs> no, because there isn't one. Oh, yeah, six hundred people. They're yeah. all married. They're all Debras. They're all Debs. I wouldn't mind heading over there just to check out the same. Yeah. See what they have for a tap room scene. Let's go for the. Let's go in the dead of winter when there's nothing to do around here, like after football. I don't know. I've been. I told my wife last night that I'm ready for another like weekend, like maybe a jaunt up to the cities and just kind of hit the breweries I up talk there. Talk off air. I don't want to talk to you off air. All right. Yeah, we'll be quiet. I'm gonna go off air. You need a break, Adam. I don't know. Do we? Do you need a save? Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's a slow song. Don't like that at all. <laughs> Let me find something else. Why do I have this on my phone? Speaking of music on your phone, today I was listening to music and was like kind of skipping through songs on my phone and it came across Chattahoochee. (laughs) Like, why the fuck do I have this on my phone? And then like five songs later, it came across Kenny Chesney. I'm like, why the hell do I have this on my phone? And then it dawned on me that I had them downloaded from when we played the music game. Oh, <laughs> and I'm okay. like, oh, well, I can delete those. <laughs> now I remember this song. This one's not bad. I Shazam this just recently. Yeah, I got this off the XMU channel. It's a uh, band name is called Step Friends. The song's called Strangers, Friends, and Pictures. Strangers, Friends, and Pictures. Anyways. It's um, got a... Early 2000s pop punk kind of right, sound to it. Emo. Yeah. It's very I wouldn't emo. even say emo. Yeah, a little emo. It's new. It's got a blink sort of sound to it. Nah, maybe not. I would say more dashboard confessional. Yeah, that's true. Um, right, yeah. Um, When I go through <laughs> shuffle on my phone, I can't, like, trust it to, like, Say we're gonna have a party or something, and I just throw my whole music collection on shuffle, cause I got about 20 comedy albums ready to go at any time. I delete them once I hear them, but if you're enjoying the music and all of a sudden one track from like a John Mulaney album starts playing, it just kills the vibe. And you're like, no, 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 sorry, sorry, skip. Put Smash Mouth back on. I can't do that <laughs> either because I've got such a broad array of music on my phone. Everybody does. Me too. Um, but do you have, uh, every, you know, I've got like newer or uh, preservation hall jazz band stuff on my phone and, you know, I got some really obscure, weird shit on my phone. No, but I bet if I hit 
shuffle and listen for ten straight hours, I could start writing down weird examples. I'm sure yeah. I do. Nothing off the top of my head, no. And I got a lot. Like I'm obsessed with covers, so I have a lot of. I mean, I I pretty much instantly download a cover when I find it. So I've got some bad ones that I realize quite often that I could probably go through my phone and start like cleaning some shit off there. It blows my mind that Bowling for Soups 1985 was a cover. Hey, we talk, yeah, we No, we weird. talked about it through text. Through text, yeah. right. I the day never... after a show. And SR-71 did it to begin with. I, I had no idea. And Bowling for Soup is way better. Oh, yeah. And by the way, so uh, Toppling Goliath has got a SR-71 uh, stout. Yeah. Or beer. I can't remember if it was stout or not. <clears throat> so then I, I, I uh, asked uh, my firstborn... Lexi to, hey, check it out. See if you can get that for me. So she goes up. Uh, well, she goes to the liquor store. Uh, La Crosse has a couple liquor stores, and and she's like, doesn't see it. And she goes up to the clerk, and and uh, she's like, hey, uh, my dad's looking for uh, this type of beer. And, and he's like, yeah, uh, I'd have to give, like, someone a blowjob and, and pay, like, a couple hundred dollars to get that beer. Cause That's rude that as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to your daughter? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Dad, he said to He wasn't me. talking about her giving, you know, it's it's what he said. I had to. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand, but. So it's that, like, good and that rare. Right. Okay, before we rank the last beer, this is the Bowling for Soup version. Right? We've all heard it, yeah. It's great. Get to the first one. I gotta see this man live. I love Bowling for Soup. Is the lead singer, like, massive, ain't he? Right now, yeah. And he likes it. He's, like, really thrilled that everyone's talking about that. I don't know that I'm fat now. <laughs> he used to be a skinny kid. But was it, or was there somebody else in the band that was already yep. massive? Yep. There's always been a fat guy on guitar bass. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of then. Big, thick, like, birth oh. control glasses. Yep, and yeah. Jarrett is, used to be a skinny, punk-looking guy with a spiked-up hair. Now, he's fatter than me. Unreal. Well, I mean, we all get older and, and things kind of get let go. What the hell happened? It shifted within a year. He went from skinny guy to he ballooned. I'm thinking it's medical. Something right. happened. Okay, so this is... We love this song, right? Yeah. Didn't know it was a cover. Jacoby told us about it. This is the original from SR-71. And what year did the original come out? 2005, it says that they... But... Isn't this weird already? Wow. That's like the only thing that's the same. Right. Baby just hit the wall. She never had it all. One Prozac a day. Husband's a CP. Lyrics are different in this one too. She went out the door when she turned 24. Only been with one man. What happened to her plans? I kind of like this better. Yeah, I like it. 
But I think to me, like I said, I love covers. So even though this is the original, because this is to me, this is a new mix of this song. It intrigues me and it really interests me. To me, it sounds like this is a rough demo that Bowling for Soup recorded. Yeah, I could see that. And then, then they went and went to the studio and got it produced. Here's yeah, see, like lyrics are a little different. A little bit, yep. So someone who wrote the song gave it to SR71. This one, hope they hooked up one day. No, it, I just I just googled it and they said they they SR71 wrote this song. Oh, they did. They okay. wrote it and in 2002 and then Bowling for Soup released it in 2004. Okay. So two years prior. So Bowling for Soup, someone from Bowling for Soup. So that's oh. why if you go on Apple Music, it's... They no, went they to bought them and it. said... They bought it. Yeah. I'm sure it's all legal. But, like, they're so cocky. SR71, the album's called Here We Go Again, and the song is called 1985, original version. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? And it was uploaded and, you know, it's copyrighted from 2005. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. And they're, you know, SR71... <laughs> They're only known for one thing. They're like one-hit wonders in everyone's book. Actually, when I in, on the Wikipedia page, when I found them, it says... Uh, this song is so good. They are best known for their 2000 single, Right Now, and their 2002 single, Tomorrow, and as the original authors of the 2004 Bowling for Soup hit, 1985. But, to Bowling for Soup's credit... Most of their catalog is original. They stood on their own. They didn't need other people to write. Oh, it. sorry. The song came out in 2000. This album came out in 2004. They wrote the song in 2003, so they only wrote it a year before Bowling for Soup. A Hangover You Don't Deserve? That's what I think the Bowling for Soup record is on. I think so. Yeah. What was Bowling for Soup's other big? Did they Girl, say all Girl, the bad guys Girls, won. All the Bad Guys? Yeah. And they had a bunch of other hits, like um, that... Like, uh... Well, I can't wait until 2029 when Bowling for Soup is eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that I almost went. Um, high school never ends. Ohio come back to Texas almost. Right, I mean, yeah, they had a bunch of songs. I was just... I mean, like, they were on... God, the, that one bass player is fucking massive. They were on the charts. Like, every time they put some he, out... Woo! Great big dude. You can jam out. Oh, man. They had a song called My Wiener. That was really good. And, yeah, the lead singer is fat now. Yeah, it's sad. Wait, that's actual Rose. Why is there... <laughs> why, do... why does a picture of Axl Rose come up? But it does kind of look like him. This song's so good. I bought this record because they only have one album on vinyl, and I'm like, I'm going to buy it from them. I bought it directly from their web store, not on Amazon or anything, and it came signed. It, there's like, the lead singer now. Yep. Yeah. He looks kind of like Axl Rose. You blur it out. Kind of. No. That's because I have my screen oh, protector. Kind, you can't. Kind of. You got to look at it straight on. Kind of, not so much. Right, but when I saw the picture yeah. of Axl Rose, I could see where someone mistake them for each other yeah. this is such a jam I think I'm gonna lose my mind. Five 
I like Stop trying to get it back on track. Just jam it out. I know. <laughs> Sorry. We used to hope that Monday never comes. And by Monday, I mean Thursday. <laughs> Hang on for the second verse. Then we'll write the, the bassist doesn't have his own Wikipedia page. I was going to see if it had his, his weight on there. <laughs> Why would, it, why would they have his weight on the Wikipedia page? His stats? Six foot four, <laughs> 385 pounds. He's not an athlete, he's a musician. Yeah, you never know. All right, thanks. The hop lab that we're doing right now. What do you guys got? I am giving this beer a... I'm going to give it a 3.5. Corey, you ignorant slut. 3.5 for me as well. Hey, great minds think alike. It's good. It's in between solid and good. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, in between solid and, mmm. Like so, on the toilet so, after a night on the podcast. So let's just go, uh, 3.3. Excellent. Let's quickly get in. So we, we should sometimes, so I listen back to some of them old episodes. I think we need to re- reiterate for new listeners that our scale is between one and five. So yes. if you hear us give something a 3.5 or a 3.3, that pretty much means we really like it. Um, just thought we I should mean, throw that out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 2.5 is considered good on our scale. Right. So It's fine. 2.5 is fine. It's like 50%. Exactly. That's right. kind of how I think of it. It's not good. It's 50%. It's... It's middle of the road. I it's fine. Treat, I treat right. three like it's average. That's a C beer and, you know, a 75%. I treat a 2.5 like it's, like like I said, it's like it's middle of the road. It's, it's an average beer. It's okay. That's the middle point for me. Got it. Take it or leave it. Leave All it. All right. Um, so we've obviously... That was a beer we had a while ago. We just didn't get to ranking it. Let's quick move on to this one and then talk about the movie we saw and get into picks. All right. This is from Brickstone Brewing in Bourbonace, Illinois. So have we had a beer from Illinois yet? We just talked about that. It's a suburb of Chicago. Okay. Uh, This is the Galaxy Down Under Galaxy IPA. Using Australian galaxy hops, exploding with notes of passion fruit and citrus. Uh, it's a single hop series beer. Uh, not much else for a can read going on here. I don't see an, a 6.5 ABV, but I don't see an IBU. I'm digging the can design, though. Yeah. It's kind of cool. If we were live streaming, we could show it to to the and youtube.com slash Pilsner Podcast October thirty first, seven forty five ish. My my daughter Lexi ish. and her boyfriend Jack brought this back for me when they went to Chicago. Thanks, Jack. Jack. Thanks, Jack pal. And, Jack and Sally. <laughs> uh I give this beer a three point two five. I really like it. Yeah, same. Same. I'll I'll go identical to you, Tim. 
That's two identical rankings tonight. Make it three. It's just a hair, in my opinion, just a hair below the hop lab. That's exactly how I ranked it. And God damn it, if Adam wasn't even closer than that, he gave right. the hop lab a 3.3. Right. Okay. Uh, let's hard transition here. Um, a Star is Born. Saw it this weekend. You saw it this weekend. I saw it this weekend. I, I did. Um, let's give a non-spoiler review. What did you think? You're on Untapped. Um, I Sorry. can start. I'll s- oh, go ahead. Uh, honestly, not my type of movie. Um, the but when I saw the trailer, I was like, "That does look interesting." Um, that being said, best movie I've seen in a long, long time. Really. Really. Bradley Cooper's American Treasure. That Lady Gaga is going to be a star. She should record an album for real. <laughs> uh, legitimately, though, I mean, it, it was great. I think, I think that she sh- that they're acting. They connected to each other. They made it seem real. Um, it was a very, very. You know, I, I don't know what to say with, without giving it away. But it was to me. It was a great movie. Okay, um, I'll say I saw it as well. Um, I'll start by saying it's not a piece of shit. I did not care for it. It is my type of movie. Um, I was ready for it to be done about twenty five minutes before it was done. Um, I it en- was long. I enjoy these types of movies. I'm not trying to put it down. Um, I'm in the minority here, the extreme minority. Uh, my wife didn't like it that much either, though. But mo- all, besides me and her, everyone I've heard that's spoken about it has said it's, like, the best movie ever. And I get it. The performances are great. But here's the thing, Tim. When they say it's the best movie ever, are they fans of Lady Gaga beforehand? I couldn't tell you. Bradley Cooper? Because right now, I didn't watch American Horror Story, so this is the first acting I've seen Lady Gaga do. And she was great. She killed it. Like, there's nothing... Like, my favorite part about the movie was their dog, Charlie. Okay? They got a dog together. That's not a huge spoiler. They got a dog together. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Um, He was the best. Anyways, uh, (laughs) I could talk about that dog for hours. Um, Yeah, like, Sam Elliott is great in it. The... The person who's supposed to be the asshole, he plays a great asshole, the British guy. Or oh, yeah. The manager yep. guy. You know, everybody did their part. and Dice did, Man was awesome. Yep. Dave Chappelle was awesome. No, Dave Chappelle had no business being in that movie. Why not? As soon as I saw him on screen, I just started laughing. Like, because it makes absolutely no sense that Dave Chappelle is in this movie, this, like, heartbreaker of a movie, and then, hey, man. It's like, no, I just couldn't buy into it. I couldn't, like... I couldn't separate him. Like, Dave Chappelle, the comic, from Dave Chappelle, the straight guy. I didn't have that problem. But but we're... Dice Man, who are you talking about? Andrew Dice Clay. And he's no different. I've seen him... (laughs) I've seen him... He's done some roles like that in the past. I've been, like... I've been watered down. He's... Oh, okay. uh, I just This was the first role where I didn't recognize him, though. Oh, really? The reason I recognized him was because he looked like that in his Showtime show. 
And oh, this, really? This summer, I had wrapped up on, okay. canceled it, but I watched all two seasons of it. And so that's how I'm like, oh, that's the Dice Man. I knew that right away, because you're like, you're like, hey, um, when it's over, text me without looking it up. Who do you think her dad is? I'm like, oh, that's the Dice Man. I can't wait. I turn my phone back on. Yeah. I'm going to turn the phone off in the theater guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm turning it back on. You know, it's a Saturday afternoon show. There's like 10 people behind us total. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I was able to... I had more of a problem separating Bradley Cooper than I did Dave Chappelle. Okay, so he played the kind of, um, what do you want to call it, like washed up, drunk, you know, he played it well. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say he played a Chris Cornell type of type of, you know, he was, he was, he'd been an established longtime star. Yeah. Uh, towards maybe perhaps the tail end of his career, and then basically by chance encounter falls in love with or meets yeah, Lady Gaga's character, and then the story. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to, and then the story progresses from there. Okay, um, and it's about their relationship. Okay, uh, yeah, and then um, God damn it, the 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 parts I really liked, like the opening scene when he goes out and plays that festival and just starts rocking. That's yeah. the parts I really liked the most was the parts where he was performing. The parts where she was performing, she played like, a, she played herself, which was just not my, well, so it she, was kind she, of a love story then. Oh yeah. Okay. So do we get to see La- lady Gaga's tits? One of them. Yeah. No, you, you get to see them both. Yeah. They flashed across screen for a second. Did they? Okay. There's gonna if you go on Mr. Carter, I'm sure he's got it. <laughs> I was. I'm gonna shut my phone off in a theater type of guy too. She um, said to me, she's like, I mean, like, do you think she's like, no, this character needs to have her boobs shown at certain times. I'm like, you say that anytime you see boobs on screen. <laughs> she's like, fair enough. She. <laughs> I'm like, boobs on the big screen. That's a treat for me. Right. I mean, except I wish they weren't Lady Gaga's because she's not. I guess I wouldn't say she plays herself. <laughs> I would say she plays more of a. So what bothers me is that maybe a, maybe she more. starts off as like, um, she's playing these like he's like okay I recognized right away when he plays maybe it's time to let the old ways die right maybe it's time to let the old ways yeah. die I think was one of his songs and I whispered to Megan I'm like this sounds like a Jason Isabel song and not knowing at all I Google right at the end um, or when we're leaving I Google. A Star is Born, Jason Isabel. And the first result is, hear Jason Isabel's new song performed by Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. I'm like, okay, I got it nailed down. Like, that's who they were trying to be. So he's like, do you know who Jason Isabel is? I don't. Is? He's kind of like a Sturgill Simpson guy. Okay. So he's um, kind of like the Avett Brothers. He's like pretty much old school country, but it's cool now. Um, That's who I think he's trying to be, is like one of those like Americana, like, but he can rock out kind of like Gary Clark Jr. at the same time. You know okay. what I mean? And that was, like, the best part ever. It's just, like, I like music movies, right? And just seeing the dude rock out, that was the best part for me. And then when they were talking, it was boring. <laughs> hmm. All right. I like those kinds of movies. I really do. Like, I don't know, like, Almost Famous is one of my favorite films. Right? Ooh, yeah, that's a good show. It's so good. And this was nothing like that. Oh. And it, I kind of want to watch the first and second rinse of these movies. 
This is the fourth version of this movie. I think it's the third. I thought it was fourth I, as well. I, I googled it. Um, there is something else based on this. Okay, so there's this is the fourth movie by this title. One of them is a little different because there's the nineteen. There's 30, one. There's one in the thirties with Judy the Garland. 70s. There's one in the fifties, and then one in the seventies with Barbara Streisand. And now this one. Yeah, we'll have to look Do you know that Judy up. Garland smoked three packs of smokes a day? Well, yeah. Why not? I've heard Holy that. Yeah. Crap. Back then, they didn't think it was bad for you. I forgot about that, but I have heard that. Yeah. Whew. If they came out tomorrow and said, "Hey." Good news, we found out smoking's not bad for you. Yeah. <sighs> I'd be a pack-a-day guy tomorrow. <laughs> and if they could eliminate the smell of it. Beer's not good for you. <laughs> you're literally poisoning your body with every drop. It's yeah, just well. poison. Oh, like your body, yeah. As soon as alcohol enters your body, your body's first instinct is to get rid of it. I love it. I love poisoning myself. Same. So, <clears throat> I seriously will be surprised if this movie doesn't, like, hammer... It's early. It's early. Yeah. Um, in the Oscar field. Like, we were talking a lot about this. Um, last year, didn't have a lot for us as far... Like, we're Oscar fans. We watch all those movies. And I didn't care for a ton of them. I liked Lady Bird. I liked Manchester by the Sea. I liked, you know, movies like that. Um... The one where the dude fucks the fish, or the lady fucks the fish, what's that? Um, the Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Did nothing for Spoiler. Me. Whatever. <laughs> so did you see Three Billboards? Yes. Would the, you recommend it? It was, it's worth seeing once. I've been wanting to watch, I see it's like on Netflix or Amazon or something now. and It's worth seeing once. It The hype was so, it, the hype was like this movie. Yeah. So by the time I saw it, it was okay. So do you think that's part of the problem is that this movie was overhyped for you? Um, yes, but at the same time, I I really can appreciate, like like I said, the performances were good. It just ended up not being for me. So for you, it was more the storyline was boring than Right, than and it was very well executed. Yeah. It was, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a good movie. Well, and it's I've heard that, film. like I've heard a couple different critics say that if this wasn't Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, if this was... Right, how did how, how are these two going to make it? Like it? That's also hard to buy into. Right, but I no, I've heard that if it was different actors in those main roles, that the movie probably wouldn't be getting the fanfare that it did. How would you feel if it was Beyonce instead of Lady Gaga? Because that's who was pegged to this story for like the last couple of years, or to this movie. She was attached for a long time. This movie has been in development for a, a long time, I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, yeah, shit. Bradley Cooper took like 18 months of voice, vocal and guitar mm-hmm. lessons to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have bought into it. Right. Partly for the fact that, and this isn't a spoiler if anybody's ever seen the original, part of the storyline about it is the the character that Lady Gaga plays is not supposed to be an attractive woman. Okay, yeah. So I think that... Barbara Streisand had a nose, too. Right. I, I'm starting to see it. So I think like that... Jew nose. I think that Beyonce would have too much natural... Listen, I'm, I'm not a Beyonce fan. Me either. But she's a good-looking gal, and I think she's got too much natural beauty to be... They would have had to change the storyline... Okay, and the other thing that got me was, like, it felt like she switched, Lady Gaga's character, Allie, switched 
genres. Like, she was, like, this cool Margot Price, like, you know, that's... Well, I think that was part the Americana of... Americana kind of music, and then she became the pop star. Yeah. She's playing Saturday Night Live. Without getting it... I mean, yeah, now we're starting to spoil it a little that's bit. That's not... But I, mean, I, I think that was part of the... I think that was intentional. I think that was part of the her getting caught up in the industry and losing her mm-hmm. focus on her, you know, her roots. We can talk off air. So, okay, I just want to say one more thing about this, and I'm done. Um, I'll contribute to whatever you have to say, yeah. too. Um, I read about how they shot a lot of these um, concert scenes, and it was really cool because um, Rolling Stone covered it. They're like, okay, so the Coachella scene... Um, that's when he when he was playing the outdoor festival. He's like, it was really sweet because we shot the crowd at Coachella, but then we had a week with them stages before they tore him down. Uh, that was great. But then stagecoach, he's like, he had eight minutes to go on, so he had to actually play these shows. So mm-hmm. he he goes, I got to go up and play my song once, and then there was another one where I think it was. It's something with a G, like Glaxenberg or something. It's a famous country music festival. He's like, basically, I got to go up. I played my one song. Like, he got to do all this once yeah. in front of a crowd, and then I introduced, and I can't remember who he introduced. It was an old-timey country guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Like, seriously? They put one week into the Coachella one. The rest of them, you got eight minutes here. You get one chance here. It's like, and those performances, he killed it. He was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Honestly, I know the scene you're not supposed to like of the all the performances, but at the Grammys. Oh yeah, when he was playing, I mean. Yeah. When he was in the band there, that was. They're all kind of looking back, and he's like, and he's just hammering it on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, and then he just like wait, 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 and he's supposed to play Pretty Woman, and he just power chords it, <laughs> turns it into <laughs> like a rock song. Yeah, like it originally should have been. Yeah, it was so good. I'm like, yes, that's the shit I like. But then when they show her, you know, doing her pop... Th- oh, and they also said that we went to... Lady Gaga, like, sat down and had lunch with Lauren Michaels and was like, we need the SNL stage. Like, we do, don't make me recreate the stage. And then they got access to their studio, and they got they used the actual camera, so it looked like you were watching Saturday Night Live performance. Uh, we got to film the control room, and you mm-hmm. got to actually see like them quiet the crowd with the host. And yeah, I'm like I'd never seen anything like that before. That was pretty cool. Yeah. No, it was it was good. Um, like I said, I best movie I've seen in a long, long time. All right. So, so um, are you gonna go see anything else? We're gonna go see. Um, Something else my wife was willing to go see in the theater that's coming out soon, but I don't remember what it was now. No, I'm done for movies for like the next month and a half. And then I'm gonna go see Creed two. <laughs> I'll see that on demand. I like to see that. Yeah. I'm gonna see that because I'm afraid that there's gonna be like a major storyline, like twist in the Rocky universe, like Rocky dying or something like that. Ooh. So I want. I'm gonna see it first weekend, so it doesn't get spoiled for me. Tell me if I have to have to see that movie. Okay. If tell me if I can wait, because I'm good at avoiding spoilers. Um. Okay. So that uh, yeah, Star Is Born has two fictional bands, right? So I've created a top ten list for the week of my favorite film, like fictional film and TV bands or artists. Oh. Okay. I've ranked them from, you know, we're going to end on the high note. 
Um, criteria was um, either one, they're just a cool band and I could buy into it, or two, they're funny. Okay. Ten, Sex Bomb from Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Anybody see that one? No. Nope. I saw it once. Okay. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's like, it's a really good movie. Uh, number nine, The Style Boys from Popstar. Uh, the Donkey Roll. You can't deny that. Uh, number eight, The Shitty Beatles. That's one that... It's not just a clever name. They stink. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Wayne's World. Yep. All right. Number seven, I had to put them in somewhere. Not a fan of the music or anything like that, but... It, it's one of the best movies of all time. Spinal Tap. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Don't I understand. Don't enjoy that type of music, that heavy metal from like the eighties and seventies. But at the same time, <clears throat> let's roll with that. If you're gonna get so that they were number six. No, they were number seven. Okay, I've got two wrote down, and if they're not on your top ten, I have honorable mentions as well. Okay. <laughs> okay, number six. Be going with the same theme of where I'm not a fan of it, but I really like the film Steel Dragon from Rockstar. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like that. It's a guilty pleasure because apparently it's a garbage movie according to everybody else's standards, but I love that movie. Hey, (laughs) You get to see Mark Wahlberg get his nipple pierced by Jennifer Aniston. Come on, guys. Okay. And the guy that did the vocals on that was like a real, like was in a real band from that time. Must have been because he screams. Yeah, but I don't remember the name of it now. Um Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec. They He's were on my five. list. Good job. <laughs> Otherwise, also known as Scarecrow Boat, also known as like 19 other names. <laughs> I'm guessing this is your four this is on your list. My number four, Wild Stallions from Bill and Ted. No, that wasn't on my <laughs> list, but that's a good one also. <laughs> oh boy. Now I'm getting nervous because I don't think any of these are on your list. Number three, Zack Attack from Saved by the Bell. No, Ooh. that's a good one. That is. I thought about this for three hours today. <laughs> like this. I, I mean, these are two of the that popped off in the top of my head right away. Hey, hey, just to let you know, guys, uh, my daughter that's in second grade, she came home today and she's like, we watched Saved by the Bell today. I'm like, awesome. And Good we sang the song day. together. <laughs> well, I, wake up in the <laughs> I have a Saved by the Bell-related story when Tim okay. finishes his list. Number two, the B-Sharps. Oh, Homer Simpson's Barbershop Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, Baby on board. And also, the Moses like connection, I just, I couldn't find it to put it in there. But. And number one is Stillwater from Almost Famous. Oh, yes. yeah, that's... Fever Dog, that's a legitimately good song. Yeah. Okay, yep. so my honorable mentions were the Duke Silver Trio from Parks and Recreation. Side boob, just because it makes me giggle. What was side boob from? <laughs> or just the dude black. Okay, I, nev- I never watched that. One of the has a bar that. band that he plays in its cover songs, but it's like, we're side boob. They <laughs> actually show him playing. <laughs> and here comes Treble, Andy Bernard's from The Office. That's okay. a yeah. group. Okay, so what's the one that I missed according to yours? So I didn't put a lot of time in this. Obviously, he's popped off the top of my head real quick. Um, the first, I mean, so Mouse Rat was one. You had them on your list. You didn't have Jesse and the Rippers. No, by choice. Uh, they were a great band. Jesse, when when he sang with the Beach Boys, I which know. wasn't technically Jesse and the Rippers, uh, but when he when John Stamos sang with the Beach Boys, they, they had a single that was like legit, like on the <laughs> charts. Okay. On like in real life. Okay. 
Um, and then the other one you didn't have on there, and it, just because you were talking about movies about bands, you didn't have the Oneeders or the Wonders. Explain. Uh, the Tom know. Hanks, the Wonders. Oh. That thing you do. That thing, yeah. Yeah, so. Funny thing about that is that movie made its way into my queue about a month ago, realizing I have never seen that movie. So, but it, I, it's, it's worth, on my radar. It's worth the time. No, for sure. I, I actually do want to watch that. I want to watch that because I think I'll like it. And then there's another Tom Hanks movie that I want to see because I want to make fun of it about him doing stand-up comedy with Sally Field. That one looks like I watch anything garbage. with Tom Hanks, and I do watch pretty much everything with Steve Zahn. Yeah, Steve Zahn's great. And and plus, he's got the Minnesota. He's one of us. No, but he's legitimately good. And he's great, too, as well. So he's... Strange Wilderness is one of my favorite movies, like, legitimately of my... Of, seriously, it's one yeah. of my favorite movies. And he is so funny in that movie. What about uh, uh, Ted's uh, band name in Scrubs? Um, was that uh, the <laughs> something push em, squeeze em or something? I can't remember. Something like that. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like the loving. It just it just popped in my head. I'm going through stuff here. I'm like, ah, okay. What the heck was Ted's band's name in Scrubs? You had to. That's that's a good one, right? Yeah. No? Yeah. Was it Ted's band and the Worthless Peons? There, oh, the peons, yeah, the worthless peons, yep. I was trying to think of um, the band that the kids had on Freaks and Geeks, but I'm like, you know what? Oh, like, uh, All they did was, like, deep purple covers and cream yeah. covers. I'm like, you know what? I can't even think of the name of it. It's not as good as Mouse Rat or the B-Sharps or Zack Attack. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to say the B-Sharps. That'd be my number one. Did they perform on the top, the yeah. rooftop of yeah? They of Mo's, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want them to make uh, like a twelve-inch single, baby. That, yeah, that board. actual album that they something, held something. in the show for Record Store Day. I want to. I want that to help them. Yeah, they do like limited shit like that all the time for Record Store Day. Like, just make one. Obscure fact: Did you know that the guy that plays Ted is Christopher Lloyd's nephew? Uh, yeah. No. You did know that, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. Christopher Lloyd, like, from Back to the Future. Right. Yep. Camp Nowhere. Yep. Yep. Nobody ever brings up Camp Nowhere with that guy. You're right. No, all they ever bring up anymore is is uh, Back to the Future. Because well, the 80s is so whatever. All right. Let's take a break. Let's get Andy on the line. Okay. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Corey, what are you doing calling me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was doing an impersonation of you before, Andy. You should make sure you listen to this week's episode. Well, I'm going to. I'm very looking forward to it to be a uh, part of it as a listener instead of a... I, uh, we were talking about Halloween costumes. I'm going to get a leather hat and go shirtless and carry a scissors, <laughs> and I'm going to be you for Halloween. I mean, that's, that's a good costume. Right. <laughs> You're going to need to grow your hair out. Yeah, I'll try. Have you been patiently waiting by your phone? No, I just been bullshitting and uh, texting with different groups and stuff. Uh, but then I just I was getting to a point where either I wanted to know if you're calling or not. Well, I just sent you a text saying we're calling you right now. Tim got us off track. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah, he hated A Star Is Born. By the way. Oh, well, don't spoil it for me. 
No, we won't. It was fantastic. I loved it. I gave it six out of five stars, Andy, so you should go see wow. it. I yeah, think my pretty... official review was it's not a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, that's not negative. Right. He was pretty negative, wouldn't you say, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Then. Whereas I told him I that didn't really pay, to, pay attention to the Tim, Got up Tim, and left and peed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had a Tim, goal. Would you say, would you say it's an Oscar winner? Oh, for sure. It's in the category. Yeah. It's going to get nominated across everything. Best directing, best actors, all that. I'm not saying what you think will happen. I'm saying your perception of it. Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's worth it. So, so you're like, yeah, it sucked, but it's going to get nominated for Oscars. It'd be like, well, I mean, contention. The Shape of Water was a piece of shit, and that one Best <laughs> Picture, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, like I said, Bradley Cooper is an American treasure. You get to see Lady Gaga's nipples. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle and Andrew Dice Clay are awesome. They're going to both be nominated. Uh, Dice Clay for sure is going to be nominated for a uh, supporting actor Oscar. You think so? I, I think so. That's I don't think odd so on that. to me. I don't think so on that. <laughs> yep. Maybe Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott for sure. <clears throat> Um, it's going to be Chappelle, Clay, awesome. and Elliot all nominated for supporting actor out of the same movie. I would just, I want Chappelle <laughs> to be, be nominated. One, <laughs> one after the other. What's that, Tim? Just for, I want Chappelle to be nominated just to hear his Oscar speech. <laughs> I told you, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then he like claps his knee and backs up and laughs at himself four times throughout the speech. <laughs> Andy, what's happening right now? Where are you at? I miss you. Uh, I miss you guys too, ma'am. Just sitting on my uh, little patio type thing in northeast Minneapolis. Isn't it cold outside? Uh, it's not too bad. I actually don't mind this weather. It's giving me flashbacks to college, so. All right. Can you imagine? Would you be happy if this is what winter was like, like all year? Well, yeah. If this if this was winter, that I could deal with it. Right. Uh, no. So with this rain we've had, I, I told I'm, these guys earlier. I got water in my basement again. You did? <laughs> yeah, because I, I haven't had dry dirt to shovel in the areas that need it. So I, I told these guys earlier that I got the tin put on my roof or the steel put on my roof this last weekend. And we only did a portion of it. My We heard you burp, Andy, right into the phone. Way to go. <laughs> um, my wife has been driven nuts every night now because the rain on the steel roof loud it's loud it's right outside our bedroom window so it's been keeping her awake <laughs> at night so you didn't think that one through didn't think that one through last night we had to sleep with the window shut it was torture you need to insulate yeah that's what that's well, we had like. the window open that's why we that, could hear never it. mind never mind yeah <laughs> shut the damn window shut we did last window. night we shut the damn window shut the damn window let's get on to picks boys. all right let's i dominated last week i dominated last week's picks you didn't dominate you you got one wrong right two wrong two wrong that's pretty fucking good yeah i missed i missed the jets beating denver and i picked tennessee we all picked tennessee and, okay and who would have thought jets would have just Done yeah, that. Holy shit. Fuck. That in Cleveland, too? It's like, come. No, I kind of expected Cleveland, but I didn't want to bet on them yet. But I picked, good. I picked Cleveland. Yeah. You did. So, yeah, so I got 13 games, 13 out of 15. Uh, you guys did get 10 out of 15. So, in the big picture. We didn't embarrass ourselves. Like, and that's yeah. the best. Like, the best we'd had any so far was anybody got nine. We hadn't had a double digit picks yet. Now we all did it. It just so happened that. Kind of getting locked in. Yeah. Seeing yep. all these teams. I crushed. Up. 
Oh, and by the way, congratulations too. In the Sandboard Fantasy League, you had to have been high point scorer this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, last hey, I looked, you were at like 145. What'd you end up? 145. Jesus. You and congratulations, you beat Chad. Yeah, I t- took that fucker down. Now yeah. he's four and one. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking blunt force trauma. Fuck that guy. And, and Did you see my picture <laughs> this week? No, I didn't. I'm playing uh, Robert Ferdinand, and I changed my picture to one of his post-run selfies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Chad's team, Chad's team is relatively garbage. Did you notice that he also has... He's leading the league in points. Yeah, right, but his points against are also the lowest in the league. <laughs> yeah, well. So, and he had one great week where he scored like 160 points, and all of his other weeks have been average. So that one week is the reason he's, I mean, I'm only, I'm like 15 points behind him now. Good so, for you, Corey. I'm just saying, he had one good <laughs> week, otherwise he's got an average team, and he just happens to get lucky and play teams that are having poor weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's he's hitting it up on both ends. Yeah. I mean, he beat me on the poorest week I've had. I only scored like 98 points. That was the week that the Vikings played Buffalo, and I had... Uh, Cousins and Thielen, so it didn't turn out very well for him. Oh, and I had Daniel Carlson yet. Uh, maybe, well, that was maybe against the Packers. I had Daniel Carlson that didn't do anything. So, oh, yeah, that turned out. You have to tell the story. I know everyone loves everyone talking about fantasy football. It's great listening. But you have to tell the story about Chad losing this week because of oh, yeah. San Diego's so, kicker. So Chad played Tim. <laughs> Tim, did you realize that Chad had San Francisco's kicker? Yeah, San Francisco. And they he missed a field goal, and they scored three touchdowns and went for a two-point conversion every time. <laughs> and, and, I think I beat him enough, though. Well, you ended up, but at one point, he was, like, predicted to lose by, like, two points. So I'm like, how brilliant would it be if they didn't go, <laughs> they scored three touchdowns and never kicked an extra point, <laughs> and he ends up losing because his kicker didn't get those three opportunities to kick. That would have been just golden. But, yeah. Because sure, he hadn't lost yet. I was, his, I was his first loss. Well, so I was looking, and I'm like, I was looking at the scores, and I saw that his kicker had zero, and then I saw the score of the game. I'm like, oh, for people who don't know, Chad's Corey's brother. My brother, yeah. So I'm like, how did San Francisco score 18 points? Because that's just a weird football score to begin with. I'm like, did they legitimately kick? I'm like, okay, so they couldn't have kicked six field goals because the kicker's got zero points. You know, how did this happen? And I thought maybe two touchdowns. With two two point conversions and then a safety, you know, I'm like, how? And then I look, it's like, nope, three touchdowns, went for the two point conversion every time <laughs> and didn't convert any of the times. So they ended up with 18 points. I'm like, oh. so the simplest way of just three touchdowns is how they did it. They mm-hmm. just didn't convert on anything else. Yeah. <laughs> How's it well, going, Annie? Jesus. <laughs> now Annie knows what it's like for <laughs> be on my end of the phone. Normally I'm the one calling in. Andy, do, Wonderful. What, do you know what to okay. do with yourself on Wednesday nights now? Uh, I'm doing this. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll see you next week too, right? Uh, yeah, let's keep it going as long as possible. So, I don't think so. We talked about this at the beginning of the show, how Tim oh, sent... Right. you Tim, specifically. Tim sent the text about if Corey will pick you up, if I would pick you up. Correct. I was in the cities when I got that text, and, and then 
Adam had offered to bring you home. So I was like, <laughs> I could. I like, I'm in the cities. I could swing by and pick you up and bring you back for the podcast. And Adam said he'd bring you home. So at you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, Adam's heading to the cities to take take Andy home. Seriously, I would have done it, Andy. You'd end up be getting at home at 2 a.m. That wouldn't be okay, would it? <laughs> be just fine. Right? <laughs> it would happen once. Right, Andy? Sure. <laughs> Please right. fifth. All right. If we talk about the picks here finally this week, uh, okay. the first game we have is – are these basically in order? The first game is tomorrow night, the Eagles and Giants. On Google, yeah, yeah, Eagles. I remember them saying that the Eagles when they were prom- when they weren't promoting the Gophers in Ohio State. Oh my god, they were promoting that the Eagles were playing the Giants this week on Thursday we're night football. Twenty-five and a half point dogs. Don't even like. Can the Gophers pull the off Gophers the upset at home? <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. Hey Andy, you gonna you gonna you buy me, me some that. of that Dangerous Man uh, milkshake like what we had last week? Um, sure. All right. I will pick some up next time I come down. All right. You should just collect, like, some growlers to bring down for Black Wednesday. We're here for spirit follow. You know that, right? Right. Okay. I just get worried about buying, especially if I'm not going to be down for, like, almost two months, like, buying milkshakes now. I don't feel like they age that well. That's probably a fair judgment. You know what I mean? You know, step up. Right. Exactly, I will. Trust me, when I, when I come down... What are you down, talking about? We're about to pick. Hey, you going to get me those milkshakes? <laughs> yeah, You're goddamn good, Tim, and I want some more. <laughs> we almost got through one God! <laughs> Eagles at the Giants on Thursday Night Football. Tim. Uh, Eagles. I'm going to take the Giants on that one. I'm starting to regret my pick already. Andrew. Uh, I, uh, I gotta go Eagles. Go birds. Adam. Giants. Wow. Split. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers at the Falcons. I am going to take the Falcons. Andy. Falcons. Adam. Buccaneers. Timothy. Falcons. Ooh, I'm the lone man on that one. Uh, Chargers at the Browns. Andrew. Ooh, fuck. Charge Chargers. Yeah, really? It's not that but hard. I, th- I think it's the at Browns the Browns, are Browns I know. I think the Browns are good, too. Adam. They can legit be 4-1. Right. I'm saying Browns. Go Browns. Tim. Chargers. Go Chargers. <laughs> uh, oh, man. See, Corey's torn on this one, too. I am. at the Browns. I think, I think the Browns are a middle-of-the-road team this year. I don't know if they – I mean, but the Chargers are good. Yes, they are. I'm going to take the Chargers. That's the Wait, right choice. I got a, the Browns story. You see – Here's the Browns talent wise are actually better than what they are on the field because the coaching is so bad. Did you see Hugh Jackson like after they kicked the game winning field goal in overtime, like <laughs> hold up two fingers because he's like, There's two seconds left. No, I did not no. see that. I love that no. field goal though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, the field goal was amazing in itself, <laughs> but then there was still two seconds left on the clock, and Hugh Jackson was still like, No, prepare, we still have to like do the kickoff. There's two seconds left. 
It's like, no, you actually just won the game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll say it. Like, I'll say it. I, I was the Vikings game had already started. I'm like, I know it's on. I'm finishing this Browns overtime game. I gotta. See I was the same way. They should. I mean, I wanted to tie so bad. I want yeah. the Browns just to tie every single right. game. Right. That's what I thought. I mean, it would be fantastic if they went 0-0-16. Yeah. <laughs> The I Browns mean, will get kicked out of the league. <laughs> I just, I, I seriously think that if they had a competent head coach, be a new Vegas team, they would be like, exactly. We'd be talking, we'd be talking about them being right around yeah, five hundred. Okay, this is his second year, third second or third, yeah, third. I think might be his. I mean, I remember he got this job because nobody else wanted it. It might be, well, his, yeah, but. It's either third or fourth. It's not a second. Huh. Okay. I mean, remember they went through like so I'm, I'm the gamut. The benefit of the doubt because I thought it was like his second year. They went so. through the gamut trying to find a head coach and then they like did. settled for this guy. Yeah. Like he was coaching like six man football in Wyoming. <laughs> no, it wasn't in high, he was six man high school offensive football. Offensive coordinator of the Bengals. Wasn't that a football <laughs> movie? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wasn't that Costner Dennis Larry movie about the Browns? It oh, was uh, Moneyball. No, not Moneyball. Uh, the draft or something like, that, yeah. something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Colts at the Jets. It is Adam's turn to go here. J e t s Jets. <laughs> That's wrong. Uh, Tim <laughs> Colts. Colts. C o l t s. Colts. <laughs> I'm taking the Colts as well. <laughs> Don't you guys yeah. remember that interview with Tice? And he freaking did that. And Tice that. was like, my balls was hot. <laughs> yeah. No, he like. <laughs> we got to play that audio. That's the Jets cheer. And, he's, and he, he did their cheer during the interview. In case your mom is listening while she's getting her tang prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when my mom lives out her tang. Andy, are you picking the Colts? <laughs> Bear, I think we're talking Jets. about my grandma. You are taking the Jets. <laughs> well, you're wrong, too. You're uh, not wrong. Really last week, yeah. What's that? Seahawks at the Raiders, Thames. Seahawks. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Raiders are awful. What? They, I mean, they would kill. They would be really good if they had like a pass Khalil, rusher. Khalil Mack, maybe. Maybe. Andy. Why is he in the NFC North? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Um, I'm going with the Seahawks. The Raiders suck. Under eight wins. One and four. Book it. Adam. Yeah, Seahawks. Uh, Panthers at our words. Uh, I am going to take the Panthers. The Redskins are really bad. Like Alex Smith. Like, do you think they're regretting? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. The Kirk Cousins thing. Alex Smith can be a rock star one week and then a total fucking dud the following week. I don't know. I mean, that's that's his whole career. I agree with you, Adam. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and that's why I'm picking the Redskins this week because I think they have a bounce back game. Yep. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm going Washington. Panthers. Um, I would just say that Alex Smith's old team. Is 
kicking ass with a, a what second year quarterback. And I mean, look what Kirk Cousins is doing with the Vikings now. I mean, obviously Alex Smith is the downfall. He is awful. Okay, okay, let's get to Kirk Cousins. His stats compared to our record, does it make sense? No, because no, our defense is awful. Hmm. The stats are fucking amazing. Yeah. What are Alex Smith's stats then? No, I'm I'm compar- I'm just going off of. Go ahead. Okay, Bills at Texans, Andy. Bills at Texans. Jesus, this is a shit ball. Both these teams sucks. I guess you gotta go Texans. I already had them wrote in for you, Adam. Texans. Timothy. I'm gonna pick the Bills. I don't think that's a terrible pick. No. It's I'm gonna take the Texans. Texans won two in a row. They never win two in a row. They're <laughs> they're they're destined to to fall here. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, Adam, the Steelers at the Bengals. When is uh, Bell against the Bengals? Bengals, Bill, sorry, is going to be seven to six. I'm calling it right now. I was going to say like nine to six. (laughs) So the whole team is Bengals? What was that? What's that, Andy? Uh, wasn't there a score nine to six? Wasn't it Tennessee and the Texans like two weeks ago? Is yeah. that who Tennessee played? The baseball uh, score. I think it was. It was Tennessee, but I don't remember who they played for sure. I feel like it was Texans. Um, Just so you know, Tennessee defense. Has no, been it was ten- Tennessee and Buffalo. Ninety-two thousand people in uh, Yahoo leagues. Did you just make that up, Tim? No, I got a notification. <laughs> it was Tennessee, tell you, Tennessee like, and Buffalo. Your defense probably going to suck this week. You might want to pick up a new one. And right. Buffalo won 9-6. to six. <clears throat> So it's at Cincinnati? Yes, yeah, Steelers at Cincinnati. Bengals. Uh, Thames. What's the score? Steelers at Bengals. Steelers. No, Bengals. Apologies. Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Welcome to the dark side, Tim. <laughs> side uh, boob. I'm going to take the Steelers <laughs> on that one. Andy. Steelers. Uh, Tim, Bears at Dolphins. Bears. Mitch the bitch. Bears. Is the real deal. I am taking the Bears. Andy. Dolphins? Okay. We're, question mark. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Tim last week. Were you asking or were you? That's my pick, damn it. Okay. Where is it at? It's at Miami. Ooh. Provided that the city is still standing after the hurricane. Does Duluth have a football team? Because they wouldn't play this week. Right? That's Gosh. Really fucked up. So my father-in-law moved 50, to Florida this spring. I'm going to go Dolphins. Dolphins. He's yeah, Corey, with, I don't think you know where Miami is, though. It's on the southern tip of Florida. <laughs> where the hurricane the, wasn't. The hurricane Yes, isn't. I know. It was a joke, guys. I'm sorry. It's near the urethra. Um, know your geography. But my father-in-law moved to Florida this last summer and is dealing with his second hurricane now since he's moved down there already. So It's not right. much better here. The Cottonwood's about to flood for the fifth time. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, he, uh, <laughs> they were like, he's in Pensacola and they were looking at like a three to four foot storm surge. So they're not in the, yeah. And he's like 17 miles inland. So he's not in like the real danger. Andy, you missed a good local paper. I might save it for you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams to beat the Broncos, obviously. Anybody taking the Broncos in this game? No. Good Lord, no. Andy? Rams. Okay. Andy. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I tried to get out of the microphone. What was that? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a drink of beer. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Sorry. Uh, Ravens at the Titans, Andy. <laughs> Titans. Um, guess you got to go the Titans. Well, yeah, they're my favorite NFC team. I got to pick that bit up. I've missed it since so far this year. AFC. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Adam, Ravens at Titans. I'm going Titans. Has uh, Barrett's got any play time after that one start that he had? He had two starts. I don't know if he's what he's been doing since. Yeah. Okay. Teams. Joe Flacco and the Ravens got this. Oh, I'm taking the Titans as well. <laughs> uh, Big Joe, Adam Big Jaguars at Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn the Jags! Big Dick Blake Bortles versus Big Big Dick Dak Prescott. <laughs> a little no, there's a so, no. a Dallas fan put a petition out on some petition site to get Tony Romo to come back and be quarterback. Yes. <laughs> They need it. <laughs> and Jerry Jones says that the Cowboys haven't had a legitimate number one wide receiver in 10 years. Yeah, but uh, what's his name? What the fuck? Dak? Yeah, no. Or, uh, Des Bryant? Des Bryant. Well, he hasn't signed anywhere. It's a legitimate burn on Bryant. I mean, he was ripping on yeah. Des. I mean, just like they're going through the same situation that the Timberwolves are going through with Jimmy Butler, a similar situation. Yeah. Well, it's completely different, but... Similar. Right, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> completely different, but similar. Huh. Uh, I'll take the Jaguars, if you're asking me. Yep. I'm going to take the Jaguars as well. Andy? Jaguars. Who are they playing? What's the game? Cowboys? Jags and Cowboys. Jags. Cowboys under eight wins. Same. Yeah, Jags. Uh, Chiefs at Patriots. Mm. Oh my god! This one's a hard one. Let's call it a free for all. Just when you come to your this answer, is, just answer. I'm taking this might be the, the game of the season right here. I'm taking Kansas City. Is this prime time? Like seven o'clock Sunday night? It's uh, mid afternoon Sunday. Really? Forty ers and Packers are the Sunday night game. Ugh. Andy, really? who are you taking? <laughs> Disgusting. Um, the Patriots. I guess the question comes down to, does New England have, do they have a defense? Well, I dropped them this week because they were playing the Chiefs in fantasy. Does Kansas City have a defense? No, Not at all. No, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Kansas City's riding on their offense. Because... We know New England has an offense. So it's going to so. be a shootout. Oh, my God. This is, this is a conundrum. Um, Adam, who are you taking? I wonder what the total for this game is. Over and under is 89 and a half. <laughs> really? No. What, what is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. That's Bavada right there. That's what I'm setting, <laughs> that's what I'm setting the line at. 
I'll, I'll take the, the under. under. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take New England. This will probably be the last time I bet against New England at home. But okay. I just, I need to learn that, you know. I'm taking <laughs> Kansas City. You're going to take the whooping. Yep. All right. I need to, I need to be right. Re- just, I need to be learned. <laughs> <laughs> they need to learn me. <laughs> they learned you. God damn it! Did Did you guys see the meme about the Chiefs? The what? The what? Like, <laughs> the Mimi? No, the what? The over and under is fifty nine and a half, and the Patriots are favored by three. The meme. The meme about the Chiefs since nineteen ninety three. They started at least five and zero, oh, like six times. Yes. And they haven't won a single playoff game in those like six times. Yes. I would believe it because there's I always mean, teams that start off hot. Because they exactly. did it like the remember They went nine and oh one year. Annie, yes. I'm concerned about you. Why? Because you're you got like you're hardcore Minneapolis now, you're there twenty four seven, and you're going out in public and you're bringing up Mems <laughs> or memes? Memes? You gotta say meme, dude. You gotta, you gotta say meme, or people are gonna go like, "Oh, I just lost all credibility with this guy." And you're gonna, gonna get, gonna you're gonna get mugged on the mean streets of Northeast Minneapolis. If you on say the, meme. And then on the there's gonna be a meme about you. <laughs> on the, on the many. I mean, you sound like Beaker from The Simpsons or from uh, Muppets. Like, meme, 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 meme. That's my mom, okay? I say ma'am. Your uh, ma'am? My mom ma'am. says Mimi. Your mom is a wonderful person. What are they called? Mames? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a meme. A meme? We're going we're gonna to make a mem out of you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, 49ers at the Packers. Andy, who you got? 49ers at the Packers. take the Packers, right? What's that? Got to take Packers. the Packers. Oh, yeah. Adam. Go, Pack, go. Tim? I guess the Packers. Yeah. Now, no go, Pack, go. Just get it done. Do your thing. Whatever. All right. Uh, the final game we're going to pick is the Cardinals at the Vikings. Is anybody taking the Cardinals? No. Uh, I'm not. Interesting. Are you really thinking about it? I am. It's going to be one of those stupid games again. You it's going to be so. a Bills game. Yeah. Okay, I'll put them down. You no. take you take the Cardinals. Give me man. Give me man. What? Is anybody surprised that the Vikings, I mean we all picked the Vikings to beat Philadelphia, but realistically is anybody surprised that the Vikings won that game? Yes, I am. <sighs> that game, we got so lucky to win that game. The only reason why we won that game is because Philadelphia gave it to us. I really wasn't surprised, honestly. I thought we were going to win going into it. We didn't play well enough to win that game. I I mean, realistically, we should have won it by six more points because our kicker missed two field goals. And what about our offense? He missed two. We would have never. Everyone's like, oh, look at all these stats. Kirk Cousins whooping it up, and Thielen's got this many yards this game. We won that game because the big guy... Got an interception and ran that 
Linval? Motherfucker. No, which was yards. like a complete lock. Linval got yes. hungry, ate himself a Carson Wentz. We won that game because there was a terrible uh, personal foul called on roughing the passer. A Michael That should have never been called. That and Jay decided to just drop the ball on like the five yard line. It was like the two yard line. Wasn't even touched. Like it wasn't stripped. He just like. He just dropped it. But all I'm saying is you take that defensive uh, touchdown away, we lost. As a result, tears his ACL. Yeah, but even if you, with that, you take away the fluke fumble or you don't throw a flag on the pass. All I'm saying is that our numbers of cousins and our wide receivers does not match up to Truly, who we are. That's because our our defense is awful. We're scoring plenty of points. It's our. What do you defense. mean our defense is awful? Our defense won the game, in Philadelphia. Sorry. <clears throat> no, the referee a, a won a game. Six a pick six wins it. You take that pick two six missed away. field goals would have lost it. So don't say the defense won it. A fluke. They did, a, they did. bullshit. Then you can't blame it on the offense, blame the special teams. It's a separate set of unit. Like a, a bullshit call on, on Bennett is what won the game for if, us. If our offense was Jay so Ajayi great. Jay letting the ball slip out of his hands won the game for us. If our offense was so great, we wouldn't be fucking kicking field goals. You know, hey, to that. The, the, that's the, why I say it, our stats... Are lying to our too many Minnesota fans are too even though it's twenty years ago are too obsessed with the ninety eight offense and think that for an offense to be good it's got to be ninety eight Vikings caliber and that's like a you know we've seen an offense like that like a hand Corey Corey let let let's go back to how many times did we run how many how many rushing yards have we had. What we are you gonna run when we right when our oh, we don't running, have a running game right now? Our running okay. our good running back is injured, and we got a bunch of fucking hacks Retavious. behind a shitty offensive line. Yeah, what do you expect let, them to let, run? Let's go across the border and look at Wisconsin the last few years when Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Our leading rusher was Stephon Diggs. And, no, okay. When we when we're health when Aaron Rodgers was healthy and they went to the playoffs, how far do they make it with no running game? That's why I'm well, saying because they I had no passing game either. With Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, <sighs> I'm talking. Oh, uh, with him, yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm saying we need to step up our running game. Otherwise, I don't think we're we're gonna make it far. With what though? I mean, Latavius Murray behind a shitty offensive I know. line. Well, it is what it is. I know, but saying the defense won that game for us, no, it did. It didn't. It didn't. It was the. The Eagles' mistakes won that game for us. How many points would we have scored if we kicked the two field goals and didn't get the touchdown? Not many. Yeah. How many points would? How many more points would? Or how many points would we have lost? And how many points would Philadelphia have gained if not for a shitty referee call and a fluke fumble? Yeah, I mean, we should have lost the game. We should have lost the game. But you look at the Kurt Cousins stats and and our wide receivers, and everyone's like, "Wow, we're 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 a team." I, so I, okay, that's why I, I just bring it up. As, we're underperforming offensively. If we hadn't we lost the if we hadn't lost points. the Bills game, everyone's feeling better about this team right now. Yeah. 
you know. But we did. That happened. Right. That was. But what I'm like, saying is, if we would have lost by a touchdown, if we would have lost to the Bills, or lost to the Rams by a touchdown, but if we, we beat to the Rams by a touchdown, right. So I'm saying, if we had that loss yet, and everything else, we had the win against the Bills, but everything else happened the same. Everyone would be looking at this team in a completely different light, but because of that one loss to the Bills, everyone's down on this team yet. And I think there's reason to be concerned. I think our defenses definitely have some problems. Um, punting is a joke. Uh, the only I think everyone's talking about the the passing offense because that's the only highlight we have right now. That's why they're getting the attention. It's not because they're blowing everybody away. It's because it's the only positive we have. Well, it doesn't hurt that Thielen's on pace to like set record shit either. Right, he's second. He, he, he's he's setting records, and we're two, 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 and one. And he's setting records. That's why I'm like, it's really deceiving. And our defense did win last week's game. Yeah, but Adam, agree to like, disagree. Look at Megatron's stats that he put up in fucking Detroit. They're yes. all worldly, and they never won shit. Right, right. That's my whole example. I'm 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 saying that our offense is great, but our record is different and our defense won that game. That's because the we got a good passing game and all the other aspects of our team are garbage. Yeah. We're the we're the two thousand and ten Lions. Our special teams is fucking dirt shit yep. garbage. Yep. Do you think they fire for Prater? sure? For sure. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's just too much of a downfall to him. Somebody's got to be the fall guy. Everything he... falls apart. Like, punting's bad. Kicking's bad. Yeah. All the special teams it's are weird. bad. It's <laughs> weird. It's all bad. What was wrong with Quigley that they brought in this different punter? Well, we talked about that last week. It's I heard like, that. Why? Like, I was hearing a different podcast, and they were listening off that he was, like, like setting records for, how, like, every single punt was good. Yeah, so I don't understand why they... Where did he go? No idea. He's not employed. What the hell, really? I don't think so. I don't think he is. And, and where did we even get this guy from? Like, where he was cut by <laughs> Pittsburgh. Cut, cut. So he was cut by Pittsburgh, and he replaced our punter, who was like good. Maybe he's addicted. Like, to was Fortnite there even was life. there even a kickoff thing? He's currently a free agent. Yep, Quigley is. Wow. He was in a movie. <laughs> our punting is a fucking joke. It is. Yeah. Everything so about, is, uh, everything about our punting. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we all got different opinions about our Vikings, but I don't know. That's just, it is what it is, but that's what I see. I don't, I, I really, I'm kind of changing my whole watching them play. I'm kind of changing my whole. I don't think they'll make it. If they make it to the playoffs, that's it. Hmm. Okay, I'm still after, sticking by 13, 2, and 1. Can anyone look at the schedule and see after this game still who are next? The Jets. They got the Jets next after the Cardinals. They got the Jets after the Cardinals? Yep. Shit, man. Was it, was it Crowell? Who was it that just went off? Was it below? Yeah, but our runoff, our run defense Yo, is still our Crowell. run defense okay. is still 
legit. It's the passing defense that mm-hmm. struggles. And even, you know, Pitts or Philadelphia didn't do much against us until we went into the prevent defense. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, so <laughs> just some Ryan Quigley, Matt Weil information. Uh, looks like basically Quigley had a terrible preseason which is why they replaced him. Uh, while yeah. while averaged four point eight net yards uh, in the preseason, Quigley thirty six point four. So that's uh, looks like they wanted to gain twelve yards on the punts. Yeah, but why would you judge your sample size on fucking three games of preseason instead of well? The and last even in them three games, of- while had eight punts and Quigley had twenty two. Right, so like his sample is eight punts. Yeah, and I'm sure the Vikings are smart enough to look at it and say, well, why? why maybe Quigley's are only 36 yards because they're punting from the 50, and the other guys are longer because he's punting from the 30. Right. But I'm sure that the Vikings have smart enough people to figure that out. If I would fucking hope so. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's like... There's like an equation like so. that gives like a true net, not like the actual net. Andy, right. are you looking for a job? Just just put a general application in. <laughs> Is it punting? They're just like working on the team. Saber metrics for <laughs> yeah. football. Yeah. You be the money ball guy. Yeah, I would be. The Mavericks just hired a former professional gambler to for their they analytics did. department. They did. Harlebob, yeah. Yep. Wow. I like that too because it's like yeah, we hired a professional, former professional gambler. He's former now because we, under the table, have to pay him like $10 million a year. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how expensive is that? <laughs> well, that's yeah, the NFL. I, bet he's, I bet he's getting at least a million dollars. <laughs> you think? All right. All right. Anyone else have anything else this week? Oh. No, no, no. We never actually played. We just referred to the clip a lot of my bowls is hot. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just not play it. We're good. For the rundown, it was a UFC fighter from this last weekend. Derek something. He was getting ready to be interviewed by Joe Rogan in his post-fight interview. And he took his shorts off. And Joe Rogan said, why'd you take your shorts off? And he says, my balls was hot. (laughs) It's the funniest thing ever. So... (laughs) <laughs> Don't forget to tune in to Bellator 208 on Saturday night. Watch uh, Southwest Minnesota's own Tim Johnson. Uh, oh, Bellator. He's on yeah. there. He went to Bellator. They are doing some crazy things over there. They're getting some big names over there. Andy, did you fall asleep? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. What you guys, did, you guys, did you guys talk about the fight? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. I don't need to rehash any of it. Did you watch it? I did not watch it, just... You got the you know, Twitter reaction like the rest of us did. Exactly, and then I had retweets of like live footage from yeah. people. That's all we had as well. Nutty shit. It is nutty shit. I'm gonna watch the Bellator fight. Uh, what did you think? We we were kind of missing you tonight on the NBA talk. What's your take on the whole Jimmy Buckets thing from today? I mean, well, it was all he ESPN was in town. He knew ESPN was in town. He wanted to put on a big show, so it made the interview better for ESPN. It was all, I said it earlier on another group text, Corey. It was KFAB. Yeah. It was all a fucking. KFAB. 
Fabe. It was all a fucking shot. It was it all was, a show, yeah. It was theater. It was theater. It wasn't real. Yeah. And it was weird, and everyone knows, like, he shows up to practice, and everyone knows he's not on the team, and how he's supposed to react, and he starts acting like a madman. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah. Do you think he? Do you think he's traded by by his deadline that he set up Friday? No. I think they do that on purpose. Like they're gonna trade him, but they wait. Like anything he says, they wait at least a week. Yeah, but the longer this longer it goes, the I less mean, they get for him. He's so fucking dumb. Like he should have waited and not. Like I'm sorry, not should have waited. He shouldn't have been so vocal about it. He should have. If he wanted to be traded, he should have told them in in July, or in June when the season ended. Right. I but, think, I think I think he did, but Tibbs just didn't want to believe it. I think I kind of I believe I th- I agree with you, Andy. I think he put it out there to Tibbs. And Tibbs was like, oh, no, you don't. And Tibbs kind of thought over the whole summer that we're going to work this out. Right. And until, you know, a week or two ago when it kind of blew up and became public. So. Yeah, because yeah but does- now they're not going to work it out, and they're going to fucking go We're going to work it out. They're going to go further in the season and into the playoffs. They're, he's not going to be on our team, dude. Yeah, he is. No, this he's year? not. Yeah, he will. No, he won't Watch. Be. It's no. going to be a Kawhi Leonard Let's situation. Bet. He's going to end up sitting out the entire year. Okay. Let's bet he's not gonna play on our team, dude. All right, uh, blowjobs. Uh, holy shit! <laughs> I'm out. Holy shit! I am out. Um, Andy. Andy, please come back. Uh, Andy, quick question. Um, how was the Walker blueberry thingy? You know, it kind of disappointed. Damn it! Not gonna lie. Okay. I mean, it was fine, but it was it wasn't amazing at all. You just gave the same review of that beer that I did to A Star is Born. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. There we go. I gave gave it a 275 is what I rated on that tapped app or whatever. Untapped? Yeah, okay. Untapped. Wow, okay. So a decent beer, just not over the top. Right. Right. All right. (laughs) Wow. So, uh... Dangerous man, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam would be like happy to Venmo you shipping <laughs> of like two crowlers. I'm still like craving that beer. Shipping. I'm still craving that beer. I could have like <laughs> it was a really fucking good oh, beer. Oh god, the, the damn. pineapple milkshake. Yeah, uh, yeah. From last week, Pine- yeah. the peach. pineapple peach. Yeah, yeah, peach pineapple milkshake. I'm gonna pick oh, some of that and spirit fall Still up next that. Thursday when I'm in the oh, metro. Oh, you're going okay. So you can bring some of that back. Sure. Yeah, bring some of that back for me. No. Yeah, <laughs> you will. <laughs> yeah, I'll get some. All right. Well, I think we should call it a show right there, boys. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody, and don't forget, on the 31st, we are live streaming the show. Be sure to subscribe to us, youtube.com slash Pilsner Podcast. Peace out.